Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Osprey, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. And then on my screen it says 2020, so that's even crazier. What? Thanks, John Quinones. Um, just just to, to click through a reference to see if you got back in time. But um, do you recognize the entrance theme that I changed our intro to? Um, or is it one of the ones I caught the tail end. I was just in more awe of how perfectly the Too Cold Scorpio sounder was as we have some discussion. <laughs> Um, that is the theme song of one Yamato, the new leader of uh, one of the new units, which got me thinking. I was listening to um, the. Um, You've got great hair. Dragon, My hair is on Yamato level right now, Ooh. BT Dub. Uh, I got the curl front uh, front look, the the strokes 2001 era, so very excited for that look. Yeah. Something I've always wanted to achieve, and finally, when your girlfriend's I mean, uh, a stylist. This this man did say help me, brother, to me. Um, <laughs> I, I always thought it to, was uh, Shima that said that. So it, my history of life oh, uh, was, in the world of uh, wrestling just totally is over. It was when Yamato went over the guardrail, and Daniel Bryan did the dive on me and Yamato mm-hmm. in that main event. And that's when yeah. Yamato, was, Yamato was laying there, and he's like, "Help me, brother!" And I had to pick him up, and I, <laughs> and I shit canned him over the guardrail. <laughs> she was oh, always yeah. like, oh, oh, I remember that for sure. Like when we were in, we were in Tokyo, Minnesota. I was Tokyo, like, yeah, yeah, can I just get a picture with T Hawk and Lindemann? Oh, okay, Minnesota. 
Isaiah's like jerking off in the corner. Oh my God! Sorry. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> sorry. Dark. I thought we were late night enough, but no, I I I got rid of the Nakajima and put the Masato Yoshino theme in there. I was listening okay. to the Open the Voice I'm, I'm today, that. and uh, they, if you ever want to know history of of Dragon Gate, listen to Open the Voice Gate. Yeah, uh, K. Slow and Iron Mike Spears are the guys who do them, and they can they could tell you like who cut the promo at the end of like the October fifteenth, two thousand fourteen Korakin. Like they know everything, and it's. With how much we've gotten back into Dragon Gate, I, I found this podcast, and I've been really getting into it, and I'm learning more of the history, and it, it's making, it's sparking my memories of other things that I had forgot about, which then takes me down that rabbit hole, and in turn, you know, gives us conversations that we have where I'm like, dude, you got to mm-hmm. check this out, because I had forgot about it, and all the crazy shit like that, but... Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like when we're going over those, uh, the matches, at circle, you know, like Shingo matches all these years, you're like, click the card. And it would just baffle me. I'm like, whoa, these guys I see on, well, I, when I used to watch them on these Fridays, but I'm like, whoa, they've been doing this this long, like Gargano, watching, you know, a little bit of TakeOver. And the, uh, I would say a, a fine, fine wrestling match uh, him and Kushida had. Over at Vengeance Day, and we'll get to that title later. Um, but it was—I uh, was just like, "Holy crap!" He was totally on that tour like ten, eleven years ago. <laughs> kind of catapulted him into a vault. It's—it's just—it's—it's it's crazy. Like some of these things, how how you see on there, it, and it's like how much this. Once again, it 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 continues to escalate as to why you know the last couple of years we've you know last year for sure and maybe even this year depending on how it turns out you know dragon gate's yeah. been the best company in the world because nobody can tell stories like them they're every every angle has an angle and it all comes back to making you like when we watched uh Toromon break up like i'm like oh and i'm and we're red guys and i'm like damn i can't believe they're done like Toromon, it, it was there you know yeah oh drag and dragon kids wearing like just like a mouth guard and because of his mask and oh these young punks i love them but they're douchebags you know just things like like they make you care so much and um you know i'm i look i'm looking more at that that unit that they just made with with dragon kid yamato and benske and you have kaisuke okuda who's brave gate champion you have ben k who is a main eventer Mm -hmm. very protected uh, you have Dragon Kid, who's probably one of the most protected guys. I mean, he was the last guy eliminated in the Toromon match. You know, he beat SP Kento. Uh, you know, he just, he never takes the falls. Like, can, can you really think of how, that many times that you've seen Dragon Kid take a fall? I mean, off the top of my head, it, it's it's very rare and far and few mm-hmm. between. And then when it's all said and done, Yamato is still kind of that ace of that company. He's always... Oh, yeah, for sure. He's always he's always doing the end of the show promos, things like that, and he's such a big piece of this company that I look back and I'm thinking, okay, Shin Skywalker's the champ. Okay, who was the champ mm-hmm. before him? Uh, not Ben K. He was two before him. So right before that was was it to So Shin beat Ata. Oh, Ata. Ata. Right. Yep, and yep, and uh, Ata beat Doi. And then Ata beat uh, no, Doi. No, Doi. Yep, final game. Yep. 
Joy beat Ben Gay at the, the final yep. game show. Um, ben K beat Pac. Pac had beat Masato Yoshino back at the end of mm-hmm. December of 2018. Yoshino had beat Mochizuki. Um, and Mochizuki won the title at Dangerous Gate uh, 2017 in September that year from Yamato. So Yamato hasn't been champion in almost four years. Wow. And but he's, you know, he's been doing the tag division now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've been like the, the kings of that tag. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so I went back and started looking at the history of it. And March 22nd, 2010, Yamato beat Naruki Doyen Compilation Gate 2010. Um, mm-hmm. So then you go three years later, he beat Shingo at the Gate of Generation, August 23rd, 2013. He did win it a year later, beating Ricochet at Dead or Alive 2014. And then he wins it two years later uh, from Shingo at, the, at Kobe uh, 2016 in that fantastic main event. One of the best Dragon Gate shows ever is that Kobe 20. But Yamato usually goes two, three years before he has another title ring, but they always slot him in there. He hasn't been champ in a while. And okay. the more and more yeah, I think right. about it with the whole – you know, Dragon Gate always puts a lot of emphasis on the opening promo where they always give, give like, Genki and Ryo Saito, you know, big, big, good mic people right at the mm-hmm. start. And they always close the shows with the, with the baby face promo. And you notice that even though Masquerade has the Dream Gate title, they're, they're never slotted in the main event. Alex just got dumped, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to recite that line back to him. But, you know, after hearing that, that point, it, it, it made me start deep diving, guys. And that's when I was looking through it. I'm going, man, you know, maybe shouldn't Skywalker's going to lose this title to Yamato? That's why they formed this big-time babyface unit. Because now you you got Yamato to cut promos. you got Dragon Kid that can cut promos. You know, Ben K's Ben K, but... He'll do what he needs to. And, and even Kaisi Okuda can kind of cut a promo. So I, I, I don't know. It, and maybe, maybe Shun ends up holding it a lot longer than I think. I still think there's a shot on March 7th at Champion Gate that Shun's losing it to Kaito Ishida. Kickboy is so much more charismatic. He's established. They can, they can propel him to the leader of R.E.D. And I think... You know, you do establish him now. There, there hasn't been anyone. You know, I think. I mean, well, Ata, Ata was a zero key winner, so it's it's not it's not completely unheard of. But you know, there's there's a lot of people who on their first try don't win, and and he he did. So that's got to wrap it back in here since you got a you got buried by Triple H apparently. I did. Uh, he he I did. stumbled in. But so have you noticed this? And, and I didn't, I've noticed it, but I didn't think of it in the same, same light as this until it got brought to my attention. That's what started this rabbit hole where I impromptively mm-hmm. in the last 20 minutes decided that this is how I want to kick off the show and not follow your, your great format you wrote for us because I thought it was so interesting. And, and then I, I also wanted to bounce it off you as maybe I'm just overthinking things, but okay. masquerade never made events. Because True. everything you read is none of those guys can cut a promo. 
So, yeah, but I, I mean, so that makes perfect sense for the presentation of, you know, the, the wardrobe, the masks, you know, kind of just, you know, silent but deadly, you know, kind of assassin-like. So, I mean, uh, you know, they're masquerading. They're supposed to be hiding and then, you know, just coming, boom, you know, right at you. So, in a way, I mean, A, that makes sense. You've got to cut a promo like you were saying, you know. They usually start the show with a promo pre-matches. Usually the guys in the main event. You know, we'll just come down. I'll just catch that randomly. I'm like, huh? Okay. And then, you know, they sell the show before the show. And then, like you said, mm-hmm. at the at the end of the night there. Um, with them, I, I think they're reliant on, I would say, their talent. I think it's something yeah, they're mean, probably they're going to be working on. They're all young. What, they're probably all under uh, I think, 25 yeah, minus kids? Skywalker's 24. Yeah. Um, La Estrella, La Estrella, I think it's like nineteen or twenty. I think Kota yeah. Minora is twenty three. Dragon Dyer, I think like twenty one. Jason Lee is probably the oldest. I bet he's like, I bet Jason Lee is like twenty six. Yeah, but even if you average it out, <laughs> I mean, with those, you know, the two under twenty one already. So I mean, yeah, I mean, average age. Jason Lee's twenty eight. Twenty five. Yeah. Damn it, that that raises it over. Damn you, Jason Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. You, I'm glad that you jobbed probably to Alejandro Saez in the the, the Cruiserweight <laughs> Classic. I don't know if you really wrestled him, but I just remember that guy was in there. <laughs> but how long can you really go with not having your champion sending the fans home? Ooh. And that just really sparks my mind that Yamato has well, Shun Skywalker is kind of his excitement, you know, post-match, I think says a little bit more too than, um, you know, kind of a post-match promo. Like mm-hmm. his energy, you know, especially when he concussed his friend, you know, Ben K in, in, in his last defense there, uh, two defense. Uh, yeah, it was the last one. Um, anywho, he still was pumping up the crowd, A, to probably distract from the situation, but also you're like, all right, you know, now he's going to get his buddy out of there. But I think, you know, going forward, it's something I I believe has to, like you're bringing up, has to be addressed. Who's going to cut the promo? I I think maybe you pass it off to Jason Lee. He seems also kind of that energetic, you know, one out of the group. And and I know they were having Kota Minora do some kind of commentary because they were testing him out. Um, Okay. I guess that that utters this. This is the most random question I've ever thought I'm going to ask on WrestleCast Radio. But Jason Lee is Chinese. Can he even speak Japanese? Whoa! Yeah, he's I from mean, Hong Kong. Oh, man. Take that. So, like, I don't even know if he can cut a promo because of that. So, like, it just, it just is weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just a, a hole that I'm, I'm, I'm digging into where I'm like. Next thing you're going to tell me, Shun Skywalker's Mexican. <laughs> I mean, he did go to Mexico, but uh, <laughs> Shun Skywalker's real name is Shun Watanabe. So he, oh he's, uh, man, he's definitely not. Uh, but that also that also now has put more emphasis and more hype. Like I'm stupid excited now for for Champions Gate. I think there's a better. I told you last week, twenty five percent. I think it's over fifty percent that Kick Boy is winning the title. I mean, he can cut a damn good promo. Is this, you know, <laughs> once he takes charge and he wins the the uh, top prize in in Dragon Gate, there is that the time where they bullet club it out and and cook or uh, cook kick 
their fearless leader, a la what the Cook family probably would have done circa 2006. <laughs> but, um, you know, is this the time where they kick eight out and, you know, either do R.E.D. Gen Z or, you know, something along, you know, of, of a new faction? Is that an opportunity, well, do you think? That's where, you know, you could have Ata, you know, obviously – the millennials thing where he was before all uh, of Berserk and Antios and that with, with R.E.D. and that whole evolution. He's kind of the only one. Cause I mean, UT is already in, uh, you know, he's in a stable and T-Hawk's gone. So I mean like, all oh, that's not mm-hmm. going to happen, but this could be his way where now you do the, as we always say with Jay White, once they turn him back to being a baby, it's going to be the biggest thing mm-hmm. ever for him. And who's to say yeah. they couldn't put him with bead muscle back together with him. Ooh, God, I love these team or these, these unit <laughs> names, I should say. Which also, too, sparks the question, could Shun Skywalker go into Dangerous Gate where his stipulation, and he's the guy for Masquerade, and the stipulation is he, if he loses. The stipulation he loses is title. he has to cut a promo? Oh, shit, they would do that, too. <laughs> That's not like you, they would, you must speak more than, you know, uh, two paragraphs. But, like, what if his title's on the line? <laughs> you must like, cut a, a promo, of... and then, judging by response from crowd through a, a technological <laughs> engagement uh, system, if it does not pass 86, you know, gigawatts, <laughs> then you will be stripped of If your they title. don't clap hard enough for you. <laughs> yeah. Or there's one other guy that... I see now this one's hard because he's one and all against Shun Skywalker from their match at Kobe world 2019. But I think he's mm-hmm. been on the verge of becoming a champion and he's over enough. He's charismatic. He's one of the best workers they have and he can cut a promo. And he almost was the, the theme song that I was going to put into our intro, but I decided Ooh. to put it in Yamato because I think Yamato, but he is the leader of this faction right here. <laughs> Shall we dance tonight together? Here we are, we want to be into the music. Little KZ action over at Natural Vibes. Ooh. Shall we dance? Man, Like, seriously, is he before The Fiend? Is he the Bray Wyatt of Dragon Gate where he just gets, like, a crazy push, loses that championship match, and then just gets down back with his faction? Well, I think the weird thing, too, is there wasn't a February title match like normal. Usually they go, all right, we need to do a February title match. Ben K- or KZ, and because it'll be like four and a quarter at least. Or in the case of him and Doyle. Man, you, you totally have your KZ blinders every match. I'm surprised, I, too, since you didn't get your shirt. I, I didn't get any of my stuff because my bank rejected it, assholes. Damn. They're like, there's fraud. Thanks, baby mama. I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, where's my straight out of KZ time? And where's my Naruki Doi shirt? Where's my R.E.D. track suit? <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> I still want my R.E.D. track suit. <laughs> R.E.D. R.E.D. I, I, I just, I think there's a shot that you can, and it would not, I don't think anyone would have an issue with, with KZ. I think he's tremendous. Ooh. Are you not? Are you not high on KZ? No, I I am not KZ. I mean, the KZ time at the last show was was pretty awesome. But I mean, I mean, I don't want to say awesome. It was pleasant to see. But I, 
no, I'm 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 fine. Him and Shun Skywalker, albeit a, a good match, I it's not something what I is, would go back and. What did and, you and think about rewatch. him and Doi from February? Him and Doi, I liked, but I'm I'm just a Naruki Doi mark because you know the whole crowd just, uh, the crowd work when you could speak in think, audiences. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I, just, I think he had a good gimmick. In a one-on-one match, he delivers tenfold. I, I agree, but again, when you, when you have, you know, when he's the special attraction match, you know, consistently, it's like, okay, well, why not give him a run at the one of the titles? And that's where, that, and that's the thing that I think is weird is like, and they've tested it out. He can cut a promo. You know, he can cut What's a that? rug. We we all yeah. know that. He can cut a promo. What? He can that's cut a rug. He, 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 he has be. ganky dancing. <laughs> I mean, hell, even even Jimmy Susumu, who's who will be arguably one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, and he, I mean, if you if you put ring work in there, like if if you were like Jimmy Susumu or Susumu Yokosuka, he might be like the ninth greatest wrestler like I've ever seen. Like when you boil him down, because he's he's incredible every time you see him, yeah. and he's dancing, and he doesn't even about that. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Like, he interlocks hands and does a little jig, you know? I'm doing it right yep, now. Yep. I look like a damn Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Pharaoh dance thing. But, they they just um, seem to be um, content with him just being that top mid-card. You know, again, when you're the special attraction of, of 2019 and 2020, you know, again, putting in way, you know, solid plus matches there, it's just something where it's like, okay, I, I've kind of seen this. Well, what you see, we know him, him and him and Pac was tremendous. Him and Ben K um, in that semifinal for King of Gate in 2019 was tremendous. Him mm-hmm. and Doi was fantastic. I mean, that, I yeah. mean, that was yeah. match of the year quality. Um, his match with Masato Yoshino the year before was, was really good. He had that great match with Shun Skywalker, Kobe world 2019. He delivers every time in there, but, in the same set of these matches, I think you could you could kind of see that Genki was the leader. I think of Natural Vibes. Mm-hmm. At least it felt that way to me. And they I mean, judging by his hair, I would agree. He he loves his <laughs> Natural Vibes. H-A-G! And they you know <laughs> they transition where now he is the leader of a unit where he wasn't before. Yeah. You also in the middle of all this. You were trying to establish Ben K as the guy getting jumped out of out of Red, and you needed to take the title off of Pack. So you weren't gonna you weren't gonna suddenly have KZ win because of that. Mm-hmm. And you wanted Doi to get one more one more good run with the yeah, title. Yeah, but why not? We're we're saying you know Kickboy, you know upcoming in in a few weeks here. Sheeta has over 50% opportunity to win the championship. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Shun Skywalker's in that same boat. Yeah. And, and that's what As champion. I, I think at some point here, I think your next champion after Shun is either going to be a Sheeta on the seventh, or I think it's mm-hmm. going to be KZ or Mato or Yamato beats him. I truly Has think KZ ever won. No, nope. Has he ever won? He's the, never uh, won. Okay. But he's had now most of the time Man. guys, guys have multiple losses for the title before they um before they finally win it. Like Ata is one of the only like first first uh like he won on his first key. Like not mm-hmm. many people do that. I, I think maybe Shingo's the only other one that's ever done that. 
But don't quote okay. me. I could be way wrong. But I know for sure eight to one on his first attempt. And that just happened. So there's, there's a lot of where people get keys and don't win them a lot before they finally do it. And I just think right now is, is a perfect time where you could, you could just go for it with KZ. So I, I think if Ishida doesn't win. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, he didn't beat Ata when Shun Skywalker made his comeback. But he returned nope, no, he didn't. from the tainted meat. So, I mean, yep. should he get a shot already? Well, and that's, that's where it all hinges on what happens with, I think, Kickboy. Kickboy totally could, could just take one up from underneath him, and it's like, all right, that's it. You know, and, and to be fair, cool, they did a nice little test run with Shin Skywalker. And even though they, where some people might go, God, why did they have him lose the title already? Because it isn't about mm-hmm. brain. It's about establishing. You, by establishing Shin Skywalker, you're able to establish Masquerade as a legit faction. Correct. If Skywalker yes. Yes. hadn't won that title, Masquerade would not be as, as prominent as it is. Would they be a laughing stock coming out in those gimmicks with no, with no championships? No, I still think they'd be. I still think it'd be a cool faction, but I think they're more badass because they have the main champion yeah. with them. But you know, and if that was the reason why, hey, we're going to put the title on Skywalker so we can make a new faction and then we'll take the title off them, it worked in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, and and they did yeah. it with a perfect heel because Ata didn't need a long run. All they needed to do was transition from Doi to Skywalker. And Ata was the perfect dude to do it. And he did it in such a perfect fashion, fashion too, where he didn't even cheat. He's like, F you, I'm not cheating. And then he wins. And then he goes right <laughs> back to it after. He proved to everybody he's better than Doi, but now he's going to mm-hmm. go back to being a scumbag. And that worked for the Like, dude, remember when Skywalker suddenly appeared out of the dark? Like, the mm-hmm. crowd literally was gasping and cheering. <gasps> they're, not, they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you know, clap crowds aren't supposed to make noises. <laughs> and they were like... Oh, like people were freaking out that Skywalker was, and he, he looked like a million bucks. He was jacked. He was just a spotlight on him. Oh my God. It was mm-hmm. great. I mean, so they made him with that and then they put the title on him. And if you want to go and take it off of him and, and start another story. Great. Cause now you've established masquerade and that's what you did. So this is once again, where Dragon Gate through quick transitional titles or long reign, know how to make new stars. That's true, right? and that's the important thing like. right there. That's what mm-hmm. that's what it's all about, more so. Yeah. So I was about to say, I mean, with KZ and Truman, they have that match, what was it, 2019 Kobe, yeah, World, Kobe World? Where, I mean, KZ won that match, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't So, I mean, do you lead Shun. that dominant storyline where it's like, okay, Shun Skywalker, you can't beat me? Or do you, I mean, does it not make sense, again, maybe to him to take the belt off Skywalker since he doesn't have anything to gain besides, you know, I guess, the champion yeah. belt. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what makes me kind of leery about the KZ pick is I think you'd want to even it out at one-to-one. Because, mm-hmm. yes, you don't need to have the title on shoot anymore because you've already established him as the, the star of Masquerade, but you also mm-hmm. don't want him to be completely getting buried by somebody. So, you know, maybe maybe KZ's the guy who beats a guy like Kaito Ishida. But I still am saying in the back of my mind, man, they made this brand new faction with Benske, Dragon Kid, and Yamato for a reason. And I think it's to, to solidify as the number one babyface unit in the company with the with the ace. They're yep. they're one of the most protected guys and two of their best up and comers. And that's why I think Yamato's gonna get that title. Woo! I really do. Yomato so, be kidding me. 
after I just said to you, we got to make sure we don't rant because we both open in the morning. I just took us on a 30 minute no, Dragon Gate tangent. <laughs> I, I loved following you, following you on that road. That was, that was amazing. I apologize like, for my technical glitches. No, it's okay. It's all good. I was like, he got, he got drop kicked, but he'll come back from that hope. He'll get his hope spot. He'll be back up. And, what, <laughs> and what's crazy is, you know, when, when you were, when you were going down the, Timeline in reverse of the uh, the heavyweight champ. Is, what what's the main belt again? Open the Brave Gate. No, that's uh, Dream Gate. Dream Gate. Brave Gate is kind of their cruiser. The junior. Yep. yep. So open the and, Dream Gate. When you were going, you know, kind of backwards in the order of champions, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh man, this kind of sounds familiar. Hot potato. You know the the title here. You know we we all were accustomed to that with the VKM. But, you know, as we just discussed, the difference is Dragon Gate makes stars and makes units, you know, out of that. Where the WWE is like, here's Roman Reigns, here's the title. Hey, Ambrose, here's the title. Back to Rollins, (laughs) back to Ambrose. Hey, why not, Sheamus? (laughs) And that's the thing. But not you right back. Not ever. (laughs) Not even the Warrior Wrestling Championship. You can't take on Brian Cage. What? (laughs) <laughs> oh, there we Okay, that was the one I was thinking of. I'm looking at the history now. Uh, Susumi Okoska won the title at True Skate on Valentine's Day 2016 and lost it to Shingo March 6th on his first defense. No. So that's what I was thinking of with Shingo with, with no keys, where, where Susumi okay. didn't okay. have any keys on his thing. The other one, yeah, okay, it was Shingo. He lost in his first defense. Oh, it was Shigamato. Go figure. Okay, so never mind. That was up there. That's what I, okay. Because of the I, hair, I man. <laughs> but it's it just it makes so much sense that you established this and now you need to get your big baby face unit over. Mm-hmm. And Yamato's been just kinda hanging out, not doing anything, and it's you know, July twenty fourth, twenty sixteen at that Kobe World he beat Shingo last time he was champ. Mm-hmm. Oof. Man, oh. what if what if when that you know, he, he does get the open the dream gates uh, opportunity. And what if Shingo does a video package right beforehand? <laughs> That'd be tight. Oh, okay. I got it. And this could even be tighter. This could even be tighter. My theory behind Kaito Ishida losing the brave gate to Kaisuke with Okuda was because I said, I think it's because they're going to push him. Mm-hmm. So here's his push, right? He wins the title. Yep. And then have him lose. Then so have, have <laughs> they? Oh God! Think of some of those matches, man. Think of the unit matches between Yamato, Dragon Kid, Ben K, and Kaisuke Okuda against Kaito Ashida, SB Kento, Hip Hop Kakuda, and Ata. Jesus. <laughs> or I couldn't or imagine the Doomsday devices happening in that match. Plug in BB Hulk or Diamante if you need to. It doesn't matter. I'm fine with uh, that. But he's rejuvenated. Kaito Ashida now as the Dreamgate champion you know, elevating the number one heel unit. Have Yamato at Kobe World in the biggest baby face unit. That's when you have Yamato beat Kaito Ishida. So you go from Shun to Kaito, and then you do Yamato and Ishida at, at Kobe World. And it's two nights, so you can risk having Ishida on top, but he's still against the ace, so it'll draw, and it's the Yoshino retirement. So you could headline mm-hmm. night one with Yoshino and Eita, if they still want to go that route, or they could have them tag together against SB Kento and Hip Hop Kakuda would be the way I would do it. 
And then night two, you Why? do They've your already made him tap. They're, they already pinned Yoshino. Exactly. That's why he, he'll find, you know, he can find, he can go out with Ata. That'd be cool if they prolonged it till that long until Kobe said, hey, you pinned me. You became, you know, you, you became something because of my name oh, and then my booking. final match. We're booking it, baby. I'm going to make you pay. Oh, my gosh. And this, this I just want an SBK pay. hat so bad. So, this Dragon Gate English, if you're listening, hit us up. Hey, maybe I'll try to do another one of those orders for us and see if it goes through. Uh, but this ties in me saying put AC, Yoshino, and Doi in a unit together. Ooh. It would still work then. Yeah. So then you could have Ooh. them against R.E.D., the two rookies, and then you could still do R.E.D. versus you know, Yamato Goon or whatever the hell they end up calling it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God, we're booking, we're booking Kobe. God, I, I wish the pandemic was over so we could go to Kobe for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to, but I mean, why not? If you want to, or if you really want to go for broke with these guys, SB Kento and Hip Hop Kakuda beat Ata and Masada Yoshino at, at Kobe World. And they send them back Ooh. and they say, get your old ass out of here. And Ata, you're a reject. Get the hell out of here. I am SB Kento. I am Hip Hop Kakuda. What would Ata? Because obviously he has to leave for a couple of months once he gets shunned, which oh, that that breaks my heart. Um, what 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 would be his new gimmick? I don't know. I hope he doesn't go back to wearing like the wool hat and the weird. He wore and, a wool hat. Yeah, what? he had some goofy looking gimmick. That like, was his gimmick. Was just a wool hat. Oh, he had like Japan. well little longer hair that went like straight out the top of the hat too. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he, had, yeah, he he looks nothing like he did now. Like um okay, you have your computer out? Um, obviously yes. you do. Um type in eight millennials. A millennial eight millennials Dragon Gate. Yeah, I got go way Italy. different things. Oh eight and T Hawk, that was a team? Mm-hmm. What? Who's that yeah. guy? He looks like Jared Leto in like Dallas Buyers Club. And so if you type in Ata Millennials Dragon Gate, the first picture is Whoa. him with the Blade Gate title. He looks like Darius Dreams, my old tag partner. <laughs> I was just looking at that picture. My my with, God. With the pink pants on it, like the bandana. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What's that second You're thing? not oh, lying. UCT that's for sure. Him, yeah. Jeez, uh, and the a, irony is T-Hawk doesn't even have a hawk. It's just bleach to look like a hawk. Well played. <laughs> yeah, look at the picture. Where there's a three of them. It's like yeah. Fire Millennials JPEG. It's UT with a mohawk. And then T-Hawk, that was, that was when he was like, I'm no longer Tomahawk TT. I am T-Hawk. <laughs> and then H has got like, it looks like, like dreads or something. Like weird bees. Jeez, T-Hawk looks bigger there than he does now. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, like just does. swole mass. Well done, T Hawk. I, I I get why you get uh I get the way you feel, Isaiah. I totally <laughs> get it. Oh my well look at the there's a um there's a picture. If you scroll down on that thing, it's it's a six man advertisement for the Super J Cup twenty sixteen when Ato was in the J Cup. And he's tagging with David Finley. And I can't even tell who the other guy is against Bushi. I think it's Taguchi, maybe, and someone else. What? I'm not seeing that on, on here. 
Yeah, my screen Thanks, is like Chrome. the third row down. But it's, he's he's in the background with bandana. I see him in Liger, which is insane. Yeah, because he I think he were, he was in the 2016 Super J Cup. What? I'm pretty only sure he was. Five years ago. Super J Cup. New Japan. I thought he was, not to get too crazy here. Super J Cup, Wikipedia. Um, let's see. So we had Kaintai Dojo. The hell? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the first picture on the top. Yes, now I, I, I see what you're seeing. Because uh, David Finley looked like one of my childhood friends there, Adam, last name redacted. I was like, <sighs> what? <laughs> I can't believe that's Ata. That's insane. He looks like a guy who lives in a small town that welds. <laughs> yeah, so tournament brackets, round one, we had Matt Seidel defeated Kaiji Tomato, who was well, don't tell me. I might want to watch this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ata's go ahead. in a tournament. Yeah, Ata wrestles Liger in, in it. Oh, that's who I thought it was. I didn't think that was actually who it was, but the other guy in the picture with uh, David Finley and Ata is Yuma yeah. Aoyagi from All Japan. That's what I was wondering. I was like, why does that look like another Ayagi brother? Okay, listen to the people in this. So, this is the first round, no spoilers. Jushin Liger versus Eita. Yuma Aoyagi versus Taichi. Kushida Mm -hmm. versus Taiji Shimori. Garukin Mask versus Kano from Noah. Raisuke Taguchi versus Daisuke Harada. Bushi versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Titan versus Will Ospreay and Matt Seidel versus Kaiji Tomato. Why do I not remember this from 2016? That's a great question. Since you were way, way into the uh, New Japan abyss uh, uh, during that time. I, I li- yeah, I literally have no idea how I don't remember what this is. I don't remember watching this. So which Wrestle huh. Kingdom was that? That was 10? Yeah. And then we AJ Styles, Styles, was that the Rumble, like, 24 days after Wrestle Kingdom 10? Um, yes. Yes, it was. And then all of that happened that you just mentioned, like, Ata <laughs> and Ayagi. Yeah, Okada. Yeah, the Super Okada Jacob? Tata finally was that one, yeah. That's insane. That, that all happened within, like, a six-month span. <laughs> God bless America. God, look at this card. And, then I'm and does Bushi look- age, by the way? <laughs> I think I'm, they I'm used the same this- graphic for the, like, the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's just him doing the same pose, MX. I'm, I'm looking at this card, too. Okada, Tanahashi, Nakamura, Styles, Shibata, Ishii, Goto, Naito, Kushida, Kenny Omega. Hanma and Makabe versus Gallows and Anderson. Like, holy crap, this was like the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, Matt Seidel, Ricochet, and Rapungi Vice was the opener. Wow. Wow, really? Why do I not remember how good this wrestle team was? I was asleep on a couch, probably by the second match. Yeah. Let's go back and watch that. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> that, 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 uh, that deep dive down the dragon. Especially board. for that eight-star <laughs> banger with uh, Ishii and Shibata. Oh, God. Well, Eight-minute special. Finally, beat, um, finally beats Tana. Man. I think I remember waking up at like 5.18 a.m. to you sobbing in the corner of your couch. 
<laughs> he finally did it. Of happiness and joy, of course. <laughs> so, I don't know. But anyway, that was my deep dive of what if for Dragon Gate that I just literally like 20 minutes before I went on the air, I was like, man, I got to I need hey, I'm I need all to do for some it, research. <laughs> Which this I is am why we're all for it. Flipping love Dragon Gate here at Russell Radio. Um, it really is the most consistent storytelling of mm-hmm. of all wrestling because again the units uh, as we we both are as as many of our listeners are as well are you know faction based and when it's done correctly like what Dragon Gate does each of them have each wrestler in each faction has their own personal journey that you want to see these guys achieve. And then battle. You're just like, what else, you know, are they going to do in this story? Oh, yeah, one of them must disband at the end of the year. <laughs> like, so it's always like a thing. God, Kyoto KBS Hall, amazing, beautiful venue to yeah. watch a wrestling show in as they have a few events. Uh, Dragon Gate, of course, uh, next uh, in a couple of days, actually. But yeah, yeah that uh, stardom event. I believe oh, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 21st and 23rd. But yeah, that watching that Stardom and Julia match just with the the wonderful uh color glass uh church panes, um church-esque type panes, but yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I got to watch these um the the two cork and they just dropped. Um, I did watch you would be proud of me. Julia and Starlight Kid from the uh February 13th show. Oh. Um, I was I went out of my way, Stardom World, logged in, went to that. I was like, oh, there's two shows. I saw the first show. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. Uh, wow, what was a match! Love, yeah. love, love, Julia. This, How, um, I mean, was a a great progression. Uh, Starlight Kid, fire. She showed this was a brawl. For a portion of the match, this was a grudge match for sure. But Julia, you could see, was taking control of the match. You could see kind of maturism from the last couple I watched over the last, you know, few years that I kind of nitpicked. Um, and not nitpick in a better way, but I should say pick to watch since I didn't, you know, go, you know, the whole th- uh, the whole year through. But, yeah, mm-hmm. this match just, they were compatible. The chemistry was there. And, yeah, I, I can't wait for more. Can't wait for that Starlight Kid heel turn in 2023. Oh, God, I'm bleeding somewhere. Okay. Whoa. That's tight. <laughs> I was like, ah, there's blood on me. Um, I'll just put my sweatshirt over it and we'll just clot that bitch up. Over your um, blood? Yeah, you know, like, to, like, blood clot? Isn't that what her... <laughs> no, no, I had like a, a fucking scab or something. I scratched it. Because my skin so gall damn dry because of the. Does your uh, does that scab you just picked have a name? <laughs> Booger Wolf. <laughs> Whoa! There um, is a uh, Kyoto KBS Hall Red versus Toramon director's cut version. Match. Well, that's cool. What does that that's mean? Cut. What would a Dragon Gate director's cut <laughs> version of a match? I don't know, be? but you got me in. You got me hooked. Like, <laughs> check that shit out. You know, okay, I gotta. I just want to circle back real fast, then I'll be done with it. Um, did Did you check out anything else of the Corican? That one? No, not yet. I'm curious. I really want to watch this. Um, 
Siori versus Azumi SWA title match. That's the semi-main event I see on here before the uh, White Belt Julia Starlight Kid match. Okay. That looks really tight. Um, but then the other thing that, that drew my eyes is I went to the, the Valentine's Day show and your main event, you get um, B. Priestley and Konami against uh, Himika and Micah uh, for the tag titles. I bet that rules. And then mm-hmm. the two main big uh, or the two big title matches at the Budokan show coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, Utami Hayashi Shida, Saki Kamatani, Julia, and Tam Nakano um, have a four-way. Oh. I bet that might be pretty tight. Which, man, Julia gets the head shame. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Dora del Mundo. <laughs> ah! That's what they always say. Don't they? Isn't that what she says? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you're getting into stardom because we'll uh, once once we can we start getting into complete show watching together, we'll we'll be covering stardom on here. I'm digging it, man. I I really am. But you know, when you were all saying like, hey, by the way, like, um. When you were just mentioning a few other wrestlers, I was just uh, like, who? I mean, I know of them. But I was yeah, like, I haven't, haven't seen them. Match. Like, I, I have to, you know, as, you know, with all my Puro um, watching for the last five, yeah, five years, um, I'd say I have to, like, lock in on a one or two wrestlers and watch, like, a bevy of matches in order to kind of get fully into the product because not only – am I seeing someone's journey? I'm also seeing other wrestlers within that time frame. So instead of kind of watching it all, I like to watch. That's why I always have you send me like five, six, seven matches mm-hmm. of a certain competitor. And I'm like, okay, then I can get a feel of why you enjoyed this performer. I can assess them my way if I want to stick with them or, or say they have a match, you know, with Starlight Kid, like I watched today. I knew of her. I knew she was the ultimate baby. Um, you know, and the youngest I want to say on that roster, but she looked like a seasoned vet. You know, just again, <laughs> the chemistry was off the charts in that match, and for it being, you know, part brawl, uh, it, it, it's really cool. Uh, another thing that that I don't know if it helps. I haven't, you know, figured it out yet, but it's kind of nice. The the no commentary. On these stardom shows yeah, yeah um i think the cinderella shows did but those were like one of the first ones that actually had the commentary that i really remember okay um I, but what i'm saying is like the wrestlers have enough character and they you know interact with yes. the crowd where you don't really need the announcers to you know kind of uh keep the storyline or the, mm-hmm. the match of the story of the match going so uh, kudos to you know again the the workers that i've seen so far uh, and in in that you know in those scenarios, well, and this is one of the things you now that you're getting into it, you're starting to probably I think you'll you'll slowly start developing even more so than you already have. But this mm-hmm. is why I have such an issue a lot a lot of times with with American women's wrestling, and it's not like I, I I'm dogging it by any means because they go out there they're mm-hmm. they're busting their ass, and I you know I respect the, the hell out of them for doing it. You know, because yeah. it takes a lot to get in there. But you watch stardom, and it doesn't feel like anything's different. And I don't, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. say, like, women's wrestling is different than men's wrestling. That's not kind of what I mean. But, like, 
you get in there and you watch stardom and they're so good. It just mm-hmm. feels like another just rainy day watch of wrestling where like, you know, I watch, I'll watch some American women's wrestling and I, I, I feel like I have to watch it a little different because I know some of it's going to be a little more sloppy here and they're not going to be able to do this mm-hmm. where as you watch these, these women and it's just like, damn, they're good. <laughs> like they have some of the best wrestling of any company and it's consistent. Yes. Like, there's not a lot of times you turn on to a stardom match and you're, and you're like, Oh, that was a star and a half. Like, do you it's, think it's it, like, part of that has to be with the Bushi Road connection? You know, with no, they New were, Japan, they were, they were, that. They were, they were okay. just fine before that. Um, I, I didn't anything, know if there were like differences in the way the matches were, or you know, kind of their their units, their factions. You know, if there was a difference since you know they they purchased them, because it's been what a little over a year, right? Yeah, everything. Cause and they, yeah, Julia like, became two... big, you know, kind of within that time. So again, I didn't know if marketing or you know anything else. Obviously, Stardom's been a staple of not mm. only you know Joshi wrestling, but just wrestling in general. So that's well, why I was just you know seeing if there was a difference. What do you figure? They've been on two Corkins now, or two um, dome shows now because yes, of this. Yeah. Um, but you know, if anything, it's from everything that I've gauged from it, from from looking into it, was Bushi Road. Um, by them buying him, uh, Rossi Ogawa is still running the company the same way he was running it before. It's just they have a financial backer that makes money off of them. But the company's it's kind of like how Noah still ran like Noah. But they're with Ledette or Cyber Agent mm-hmm. with, with DDT. And they're just, you know, still together. But it still ran the same. Uh, don't you mean Noah is aligned with Basara? <laughs> DDT is I mean, on another level. Bro- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but here's something I can, I can say, you know, to attest to, to your credit is like you said, I've watched the Pro for about five years now, you said. Maybe, maybe a little more, but about five. I would yeah. say, because you were over before the, before I, I thought you saw Wrestle Kingdom nine. Yeah, but sadly your 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 way to pull me in was like, hey Jeff Jarrett's on this show. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I was there for the. Uh, 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 uh. Well, you can. Finish the rest. <laughs> but I mean, we'll, we'll say consistently, like giving it an effort to watch it for the last five yes. years. And I think I think part of it honestly can attest to us doing radio. Agreed. Agreed. Because, but even know, then we'll, consistently, I, I'd say I've been more consistent more. So I would, uh, about 2018, I'd yeah. say where, you know, I actually watched and would analyze and go back. Especially I with think New a Japan. lot of, a lot of that has to do with the fact that we took WrestleCast off of SportsCast and made That's, it its own yeah. entity. And we needed to fill content. And you're like, yeah, heck yeah, I want to get down and watch this. But if you look at mm-hmm. it, even if you want to say 2018, you could comfortably talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and pretty much anywhere on the roster. You could talk about yep. all Japan and most Except of Except you, roster. Hikaleo. <laughs> it was, yeah, he'll never come back, no. But, like, you could talk about probably 75% of the all Japan roster. Mm-hmm. Um, you could t- I, I'm comfortable talking anybody in Dragon Gate for the most part with you. Um, DDT, you can talk about just about everybody. I mean, some of the randos you don't know that come in for like one show, and that's the only reason mm-hmm. I've seen them is from previous shows or Basara rando things like that. Because I, you know, yeah, I'm watching yeah. UAW during the pandemic and 
Hence why I put Chango and Kaiji Tomato on my top 10 tag teams of the year. They <laughs> were killing it. I wanted to see more Ayato Yoshino and Tempest, but that's beside the point. I got, I got too much Real Housewives franchises, unfortunately, to watch uh, instead of going down <laughs> yeah, the rabbit hole why, of, of Wrestle yeah. Universe. You know, I'm watching scummy 2AW indies. You know, I'll action wrestling and shit, you know. I watch some heat up shows that I'll never talk about. I mean, when you watch shows like this in different companies, I mean, does it kind of make you feel like you did back in a day with the tape trading? Does it kind of give you that same rush? Even though it's easy, more easy accessible, but you get more content at a quicker, you know, pace. Yeah, I get to find more guys that that I would have never seen. Mm-hmm. And then that makes me see, it's kind of like what you said, you know, I get to see, I, it's, I'm essentially with these companies doing what you're doing now with stardom and things like that. Where, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Noah, Noah's another one where you're, you're starting to, yes. you're starting to be able to put together all the people. That's kind of like 40% of the roster. There's a lot yeah. where I'm like, who? <laughs> what, I mean, who's like, this I'm... old guy? And then they'll like shock me with their wrestling abilities. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I gotta know what his old guy is. Well, like, I'm looking I'm... at the, the, the Budokan show and there's... I, I'm looking at you, know, you Masakatsu Fanaki. Yeah, Sorry, I, I told you. I told you were going to love that fucking guy. <laughs> He's so <laughs> and tight. And Kano's doing the, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> Oh man, that match roll. Then two days later, we get Sakaguchi and Yuki Ueno, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. man, bring it to bring it to that. Me. I can't wait for. Um, but you know, that's that. I'm 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 you, but I'm just digging deeper. Yeah, you know where I'm like, I right, I really like Masashi Takeda. Like your team gleats all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching the 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 bodyguard show. Osaka, you know, have, like, so is it, have they? I know when uh, when you kind of sent me the stuff about them, are they do, staying consistent? Where they're running like six shows a week? Yeah, they're running like almost every day, and they do like three shows or three matches, and most of them are on YouTube oh, too. Cool. You know, that's like cool, I've in the last six months, I've I've gotten into Gato Move and watched some Choco Pro and stuff like which I hadn't done before, and <laughs> <laughs> you know. Choco Pro, isn't he like a 10-year pro? <laughs> it sounds like I, something I, Vince McMahon would have came up in a, a creative meeting of a name, of a international talent. We'll call him Choco Pro. <laughs> well, like, I didn't realize this at the time, but um, Tokyo Joshi Pro, I still need to go back and watch the 1-4 dome sh- or the 1-4 show that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I think that was when uh, Yuka Sakazaki loses the title to Rika Tatsumi. But I didn't... It, and I, it has a really good Miyu Yamashita versus Maki Ito match. Um, but Saki yeah. Akai, who is back to being Saki-sama, she restarted uh, Neo Bashikagun. And uh, Chris, uh, Azusa Christie isn't there anymore on the, on the team. And she mm-hmm. tagged with uh, May St. Michelle or St. Michael or whatever they, I, I, I didn't watch it. So I don't know the pronunciation and I'm going, who the hell is May St. Michelle? I come to find out that May Saruga, who I've, I've grown huge on from Gato move is doing Tokyo Joshi pro tag with Saki Akai. I was like, Holy shit. Ooh. I'm down with that. So, was she the one then? No, that wasn't her at, uh, uh, Kawasaki strong. Was it? No, no, that okay. wasn't her. Um, oh, which Maya Yukihi? 
Ah, uh, no, no. Oh, oh, man, she is tight. That girl. Holy sh! I was like, damn, Ice Ribbon did you good. And I, I'm not trying to be a pervert show here. but With her wrestling cool. talents, you mean, of course. Exactly. I wasn't going to think I was talking about. Shit. Um, he's, <laughs> he's single, ladies. Yeah, I think beat up. <laughs> um, like, In my get, projects. <laughs> I get to go down these rabbit holes and I'm, I'm enjoying them, you know? It's, mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. Like, I truly didn't know that that was a thing where she's in there. And then I go to, I'm looking at the history of Maki. Or no, it was, it was, uh, oh, God, who was it? It was, um, uh, the, the zombie chick. I can't remember who her name is, but her and another girl. And I'll, I'll figure it out. I watched this story about their feud with the Neo Mashiki goon. And Saki Akai um, had her. Are you talking about Zaya Zaya Lee at NXT? That thing you were talking about? The the oh, story about the 800 year old ghost? <laughs> oh, no. I should watch that now while you're talking about oh. Choco Pro. <laughs> but it was. Um... I, I but uh, anyway, it, it was Saki Akai's like her maid was a guy wearing a wig, and like passed the passed the sex test, and because they the doc they made the doctor like check her because she's like that's not a woman, and then like it's but they paid off the doctor, and that's why the doctor agreed to it, and the doctor like was trying to like. It was this crazy, crazy thing, and, and they could never beat Saki Akai. The, the two, they were like the, the pumping dragons or something like that. Now, I know that's probably okay. not what it was, but it was something like that. And oh, so here like Super Delphin dragons. Oh, Super Delphin sucks. Um, okay, Riga Tetsumi <laughs> and Maho Kurone, the dragon bombers. And, and Riga Tetsumi's freaking out because she could never beat Saki Akai. And then finally, Saki, they, they, get, um, they bring out Shiro Koshinaka to tag with them. Ooh. So um, Saki Akai goes back to Paris and brings back like one of her, like, I don't know, somebody. And it's, and so she brings out Yukio Saint Laurent and it's Yukio Sakaguchi as like dressed like a la carte. And he has like two needles that he would stab into their butts and they would like pass out and like go numb. Cause they couldn't do it. And he was like this mad doctor. It was just the craziest shit from Tokyo Joshi Pro on this deep dive I was doing. Oh, like it's just man, it's so, so wild. So for my project for 2021, then Ryan, should I watch Stardom or Tokyo Joshi Pro? I do enjoy the talents from Tokyo Joshi Pro. Obviously, Maki Ito being one, the wonderful Sahi Akai, my definitely in my top three in uh, the women wrestlers of 2020. Uh, eruption, what? But uh, especially you know, kind of seeing. Uh, in that tag match from uh, Kawasaki Strong this past weekend um, with uh, Saria No, who who I definitely dug from a yeah. uh, from the early shows from the when DDT was doing their weekly shows. Uh, one of the first uh, couple of episodes she appeared on, I was like, who is she? And I need to know more. Um, and the wonderful, lovable, except to the other three in that match, uh, Miyako Matsumoto, uh, who was a delight to see her. Uh, you know, in a cross-esque type of, you know, situation uh, where she was just annoying the hell 
out of everyone in that match. <laughs> I like including how the three of them all celebrate and Matsumoto's yeah. like, come on the hell. Yeah, you know, like, on her own. She rolls out of the ring, bangs her head on the ring post, and you can't get out of the ring. <laughs> there's, so there's there's this guy on YouTube. His handle is Joe Shizzle, and he has um, Joe Shizzle Pro. <laughs> what is it? Two, four, six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four, twenty-seven videos. And there's like the first half of them are like it's like a twenty-minute video. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Miyu Yamashita, uh, the race to the eight. And it's like the story of how those two were like the, the originators of Tokyo Joshi Pro. And there's only three women that started the company and how they like were like spearheaded to be the top two. And really? then there's like um, Maki Ito, the fired idol DX. And it's like a story about Maki Ito. It's like a half hour long. And then there's a hyper Masao one, hyper Masao. I am not a hero, but, it, but the not is in parentheses because she thinks she's a superhero, but she's really a villain. And, uh, there's there's Shoko Nakajima, the little, the littlest kaiju, and and all these things. And then there's that one thing I said to you, the Rika Tetsumi and Maho Kurone Dragon Bombers, and, mm-hmm. and it just it, it's it's like all these little stories about the company. And it, it, this dude does a really good job. Like I I like saw it and I was like, man, I want to contact this guy and see if he wants to come on the show. Oh, that would be amazing. And so it's 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 dope, man. But I don't know. Do you want to take? Oh, I think it might. Are you sure it's a a a gentleman? I think it might be a lady. Oh, maybe it is. J O. Did you see that? Because I I typed in Joe J O E, and I got like a bunch of random Chappelle show sketches and like a a fat guy. J O Shizzle. Yeah, it was like when I went to a. Russell Cast Radio uh, correspondent and contributor David Ritter. when I went to his house during a uh, get together, and I found that was like 2002. Um, and well, anyways, I found out he was telling me about a movie website. This buddy of mine uh, at the summer job I had, he was telling me about this website, joeblow.com. He's like, oh, it's great for movie news, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is the early age of the internet. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll have to check it out. So I go to his house and I type in Joe Blow. J-O-E-B-L-O-W Not what Probably I wanted to uh, pull up On a computer During a, uh, <clears throat> a get together uh, And then I was like XXX Take it out uh, Or you know get it off the computer Worrying that something would go on there And then I go back to the dude On Monday I'm like dude like that sent me to a totally, you know, crazy website on my friend's, you know, parents' computer. And he was all like, Oh yeah, I forgot to say it's J O B L O. I was like, Thanks, bro. I could even totally use that information two nights ago. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> Who is Maki Ito? God, I can't wait to watch that. That's gonna be yeah. Awesome. They, they're like really good documentaries that they this this person made. Do you want to you want to segue into Drag Me from that? <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> good night. Forget everything you disregard. Yeah, disregard the synopsis. We'll see you guys on Saturday. We just gave you some dope-ass Dragon Gate series. <laughs> and then talked about us getting into new wrestling. <laughs> My hole. 
my hole. So do you think she's just playing the gimmick of hating the my hole, or do you think she's legit agitated by uh, Jerry Lawler's uh, Instagram posts? I I don't think she is. I, I still couldn't believe she did it. I don't know what the hell she was thinking doing that. <laughs> so random. I uh, did you see the new Botsamania where they they took that song? Mm-mm. It's uh, it's like my neck, my back, and then it's uh, it's Foley Ray going my balls. Oh. And then it goes, and then it goes <laughs> lick, and then it's and then it's uh, once Shelly Martinez my going hole. my edge. Oh, funny, and funny. Goes, and then it goes and my my hole. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, That's great. They, I got a lot of that for sure. Uh, of uh, remember the episode where Bart was the I didn't do it kid. Oh yeah. And so they they replay that whole part of it. It's like two minutes long. And every time he goes in there, it opens the door, and they're like, "Say the line!" And he goes, <laughs> "Say it." I like how you asked me. Uh, do you remember? I rem- I'm, I'm the yeah. ultimate Simpsons nerd. Of course you remember. But what's funny yeah. about that? Do you remember that Okada match with Shibata? Yeah, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember his career was that? Oh, anyway, um, it's horrible. What's crazy though is I I don't know if you played, but back in the uh, the TRU days, I remember I got like the Simpsons trivia game DVD game. And we all went to like Eric and Jordan's and Isaiah was there. We're cooking. You, you probably were there. And, uh, or was this at the apartment? Anyways, we had a, a shindig and we played it. And, you know, we were minus Jordan. We were all, you know, pretty big Simpson nerds. And the crazy thing is, is after five minutes of me just answering every question, even before the question would not, you know, even com- be completed, uh, they were just like, shut it off. Like, we're done. Even Isaiah was was annoyed. <laughs> so never doubt my, my sim- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I apologize. I, I, I almost wanted to. <laughs> do you remember the I didn't do it? <laughs> I should have said. So, that, you know that episode, uh, still kind of the same thing. All right. I'm just going to shut my dick because it's not working. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You know what might help you, Ryan? <laughs> oh, yeah? What was that? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah? You know I'm... what might help you, Ryan? Maybe the new wonderful RPCT. No, I'm just kidding. And we haven't gotten the gimmicks yet. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, he's looking for a plug, and I don't have one yet. <laughs> I knew exactly where you're going with it, but I was like, uh, "What? What? Why don't you tell me?" <laughs> I am. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm still trying to use the promo code oh. WrestleCast. W R E S T L E C A S T. Get fifteen percent off your order. At repsports.com, R E P P S P O R T S.com, where you can get the amazing Raz energy drink, as well as amazing products. If you want to build some muscle, if you want to lose some weight, or if you have any situations like Mr. Ryan Cook is having, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling. Yeah, they they got some stuff on here. I just, I couldn't. 
I was like, man, I, I'm trying. I was trying. Damn, there's some. Wow. Um, I need to get off this web, this YouTube. <laughs> Damn, never mind. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got to put together. I almost, I almost want to try to put together. And I know, I know some people might not like it, but like a quick little plugger, like middle of the show, we can just play. Getting a couple things. I'm down out. with that. Yeah. Like you said, you're doing some cameos. Out. You're doing some cameos for the public. Get your good old protein the whole nine yards. They're a, a new new sponsor. Uh, promo code WrestleCast Radio. Or excuse me, WrestleCast. Fifteen percent off your order. We will get better at that. I promise. It's been a while since we've had one of those, so I I, I apologize, but <laughs> we we got one. Be it. <laughs> Alex has got some of his stuff. Save big way. money, man. I'm excited. I, we're we're going to do some 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 journeys in the muscle building and the weight loss since you know I'm I'm getting tired of my uh, pandemic weight. <laughs> well, I, I um I had a, a the, the package that the, they they sent me. Um, it was supposed to be your last week, and then it didn't leave Indianapolis. And then yesterday it was supposed to arrive from Brooklyn Park, mm-hmm. and then it ended up in Osseo's FedEx, and now it's just sitting at the Osseo FedEx, and I'm like. Where's my shit? You should have just went to Brooklyn Park to pick it up. And then yeah. went to Checkers and defeat the whole purpose of what Rep Sports represents, which we do not. <laughs> because I am excited because I got a couple of things. Uh, the R-Packed uh, kind of post-workout there, you know, kind of gets uh, I slacked. You know, I'm not going to lie. I went, you know, the last week and a half, did not go to the gym. Uh, ate like a jerk after doing so well uh, coming into the new year. But uh I'm excited for some uh, some pre some post uh, workout stuff, uh, but the R pack pills I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm I'm looking to get a little leaner, Ryan, and also you know uh, it might help you with the issue you were discussing as well yeah. as it does sustain healthy sex drive and super will, advanced hormone support. Not that I need it, but they're gonna get it, and I can't wait. Yeah. R pack. From repsports.com. Promo code WrestleCast, 15%. Well, not only that, but she's going to get it, Alex. Oh, yeah. I think, I think you got to let her, her know that it's about to go down. I, I might finally become a dad. Who knows? Hey, it's it's hey. all thanks to Rep Sports. Let's see what I'll see on let's, let's see if they bag it up. But yeah, it's going to be awesome, guys. We're, we're excited to uh, see how this goes. We both got some stuff coming to us, so we'll be able to test it. I was hoping to have it for tomorrow to do it so I could uh, um, I wanted to test it or I wanted to, to show it on the stream tomorrow night um, but I'm going to get some graphics up too on the on the Twitch stream as well so we'll have it going for you guys so check that out um, hour and ten minutes in and we haven't talked about anything on the run sheet yet <laughs> that's fine, that's our gimmick <laughs> yeah. that's what we do um, you know, I like. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's because at some point, like, I know people like it, but I just sometimes don't enjoy reviewing all the time. Like, I like talking about it. Yeah, I think the the best thing for us to do is just naturally flow into it. Like, holy balls! You remember during DDT Kawasaki Strong because we all talk about holy balls, especially during the KOD Eight Man Tag Team Championship bout. Was it about? I don't know, but it definitely charged the arena <laughs> with the Eight Man, uh, especially with the uh, the butts finger hold chain power. Oh. <laughs> 
and Chocodino. That's all I got to say. He, he, oh, he's, man. He's the whiz. He's the best. And, and he's just, the, the thing we've always talked about, too, is like, I, I, I still can't get over how he was just sitting there with his pants down for probably a good five minutes. And Maybe longer. Maybe and longer. Just at, he was what, on the, the middle rope? Just ass all arch, or his back arch, his ass just out during that whole time? Because, of course, someone had to get thrown into that, that, that wonderful ass. Harata, I believe, unfortunately, uh, might have been, <laughs> been the, uh, the victim there, but... Uh, of course, we know Harata as the, the dancing genius of, of DDT Pro there. But what was the story of, of kind of the, the glasses? It, it seemed like he hasn't had the, the power of the glasses, which gives him his ultimate rhythm. Uh, do you know what was happening with I, that aspect I, I of this uh, eight man? I just know he wasn't, you know, he didn't have enough power to dance and he, he really wanted to dance and it just wasn't happening. And then, uh, you know, he finally gets in there and he gets in the ring and then the power goes out in the building as the five Tokyo we're finally like, Yeah You know, it's because he got his jam back. I want to watch you go and then it just turns off. And then and then and then it's just we you know, we get we get a train of Honda and Takagi and Awashi and Sasadago machine. And the ring announcer, and like I don't know if it was the sound guy or just some random dude comes up, and they're all basically <laughs> two sweeting each other from because Antonio Honda, you know, his, his fingers going Dino's ass, and um, they 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 wind out a like a circuit circuit thing, circuit board type. I don't even know what it was. It was it looked so old school. Like he had, they had like a cord on a crank. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> and he, well, don't forget the key component. Or, or are you getting to that? Oh, uh, well, so they're all, and it's all connected through Dino's ass, his ass. Yes. And and he's sitting there, and they're they're trying to connect <laughs> the anal then, server, if you will. <laughs> all of a sudden, boom! They get to the wire, and the music starts, and he's dancing again, and Harada's dancing again, and. Dino just falls and he, he falls off and he couldn't he couldn't handle it and now the power went out again and Dino's you know incapacitated and here comes Shinji Aoki who Shinji Aoki is just like guys <laughs> I got this he pulls his pants off yes and he sits on the top rope and he says do it and those fingers go in Shinji Aoki's ass and I can't believe I'm saying all this he goes right in Shinji Aoki's asshole and and um. The song starts playing and Harada's dancing and then Sanchiro Takagi comes in about spoils it. And thankfully yes. it doesn't spoil and Harada gets the victory. Because <laughs> he got to dance. He got to oh, unleash. Man. What's crazy is Shinya Aoki looks like the biggest nerd. We've seen him don a lovely, lovely uh, Disney princess dress. But this is a guy who can also murder you since also I think it was like a week or two before Kawasaki Strong. He was in a legit, because again, he's an MMA fighter, a really, really great MMA uh, prestigious fighter in Japan. And this guy, like you said, won in what? The second round, just like a week before. And now he's the essentially the, the, the missing piece, the missing anal server, if you will. 
just so Harata can dance. Bless you, Shinyaoki, for your service. I like how you call him the anal server. Hey, look, man, Shinyaoki's like, look, I get it, bro. You just want to dance. You just want to dance. Shinyaoki wants you to dance. And it happened, man. It was, it was, it was, it was so interesting. <laughs> I, I, I have a two star match with a four star finish. Uh, <laughs> that's about time. right. I mean, let's I be just, real. That's an Antonio Honda special, a two star match with a four four star finish. And everyone involved. Let's be real. That's their matches all in one. I mean, Harada I mean, obviously is a worker, but right, <laughs> those great, people. Man. That's but, oh yeah. And it's 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 funny too because like you're you know you you get in there and they're going around doing things and and um, you know they're all confused and spots back and forth and suddenly <laughs> yeah suddenly um uh, you see. You see Harada fall as he's tripping into the ring, and instantly you just know, uh oh. <laughs> and everyone's concerned, and he's, and he goes into his song, and he's doing all this stuff, and, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's I, you don't want it any other way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly how I want it. I just want it as random as hell. Two best spots besides, of course, the uh, the butt plug. I guess that's a term that suits the finish. Um, uh, before he was utilized to power the arena, uh, Don Shuko Dino just yelling "Kamagoye!" As he made it to Harata. I don't know why that shit. That shit had me laughing for like three minutes. Kamagoye. Uh, and the other thing, uh, again, Antonio Honda, two years ago, I wanted them off my TV. I got to find the right volume for it. I'm sorry. One more time. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I didn't have it on the board before. <laughs> but when a Honda trips coming into the ring to break up the pinfall, I thought that was genius. So that's, that's all I got to say. I, I thought, well done by all. Congrats. To again, Shinya Yoki, Super Sasadango Machine. Again, I never thought I'd say that. Antonio Honda, <laughs> Kazuki Hirata, new KOD eight man tag team champions. Ryan, how baller was it? And have you ever looked at anyone as Mizuki Watasi looked at Yusuke Okoda as he was making that dude tap out with the ball? Oh, Mizuki Watase was doing the, the kick boy when he was doing the uh, STF ankle lock to stare, or, or better yet, he looked like Shitaro Ishida when he was just staring at Suwama when he's ripping, <laughs> yes. when he's just ripping the ankle. And he's just like, yeah, bitch, you're next. And then he didn't win. But I, I will say this. It was great seeing Yusuke Okada back at, you know, wrestling. I love mm-hmm. that. Him and Watase just got in each other's face and just started hitting each other. A brawl, you know, yeah. I, I'm Junakiyama's favorite. No, I'm Junakiyama's favorite. You know, they're just beating and pissing. And look, I knew Okada was going to lose because to, uh, Toy Kojima was going to take the fall. You know, they, when he came running to the ring first, like Kago Nakamura, I was like, well, he's losing. At least, <laughs> at least Okada won't get in. But 
Um, you know, I went two or three quarters on it. I, I thought it was cool, but like you said, Watase threw that crab on Kojima and was just like, yeah, bitch, June likes me more. <laughs> I'm the guy running Junior Retsu, <laughs> not you, Yusuke. <laughs> I love the one-upsmanship. It was it was awesome. You know, DDT is, is known for their, their quick, solid, like, five-minute openers, and, and this was, you know, something else that prolongs a, a storyline. Between o- in, Okuda and 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 Watashi, which Yusuke, is great. Yusuke Okada um, has like one of the dumbest faces too. Like every time I look at Yusuke Okada, he's just like, Bleh! and he's got stupid hair too. <laughs> stupid hair. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> what it is, what it is. No, but Yusuke Okada always has that like Yoshihashi dumb aimless stare. <laughs> Where it's just yes. Like, you know, like, all right. Maybe he'll take it it over since Yoshihashi's earning a little bit of respect uh, over the last year. (laughs) He'll take over that mantle of the Ur face. Uh, Crazy, crazy. (laughs) We kind of talked about the uh, the women's match a little bit. Uh, Saki Akai uh, delivered a pump kick to uh, Miyako Matsumoto to get the victory. Uh, Maya Mm -hmm. Yuki, uh, Yuki, Yukihi, excuse me. Uh, Saki Kai get the victory. I went three out of Alex. Thought it was good. Thought it was fun. They were working really hard. And, and like yeah. you mentioned, uh, Matsumoto was was pretty funny. Like they had some good chemistry in that match with them all. And they had it with Seori and O posing with uh, Yukihi and Akai, and it was good. <laughs> they were like, just get out of here. Uh, someone <laughs> we don't want to get out of here is uh, definitely the presence of a one. Amaki Ito, I yeah. have to watch the Japanese side of the AEW Women's Eliminator to get my uh, hello, mother. <clears throat> uh, it's Amaki Ito time. Uh, middle middle fingers in the air, of course. Uh, her, Chris Brooks, and Super Delphin, Ryan's favorite wrestler of 2021. Watch out, Mao. How uh, the hell on, in 2021 Mao. did I watch back-to-back shows? Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Yep. But in 2021, I just had to fucking watch back-to-back shows with Super Delphin and Kendo Kashin. Yeah, I was about to That's... say, you get to watch that guy. Oh, God, that guy Pretty soon. For a oh, title. oh, yeah, even more now. In the... <laughs> And he's he going to beat Cano. You know that, no, right? You know that, right? He's beating Cano. If he beats Cano, Alex, so help me God. If he beats, uh, if, if Cashin beats Cano, that means you cannot watch New Japan for the whole rest of 2021. And I won't watch Noah either. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I was trying I'm to throw a swerve. Noah was the obvious, you know, kind of uh, stipulation, I, but. I'm so obvious or, or so so confident that if Kendall Kashin beats Kano for the national title, spoiler for when we talk about back to Budokan, but if he beats Kano, I will literally come on radio twice a week by myself because I because I wouldn't put you through this, and I will review Raw and SmackDown on a live recap show after each no. Week. No, what you need to do, well, I, would, I, I would do that. That'd be fun. Um, what you need <laughs> to do is yeah. go through Kashin's Ring of Honor uh, match. Was that easy because it was only one night? It was only three matches. Oh, damn it. Yeah, when, when Dragon Soldier B finished that tournament that he won, they said, don't ever fucking come back here. <laughs> <laughs> you are trash. 
Dragon Soldier B. It's like the name's stupid too. Listen, I I I, yeah. I, I, I will I will comfortably go oh and in, in a in a tag team match tonight we saw uh, Charlotte Flair charged Lacey Evans in the corner and Lacey Evans just stood there so Charlotte froze didn't know what to do and then Lacey slaps her after three seconds of them standing there looking at each other because Charlotte can't improvise and Lacey Evans sucks. Is that how she got pregnant? I, I Congrats, said, Lacey Evans and her <laughs> real family. Doof texts me and he goes, he, he's, or, uh, he's like, man, Charlotte's going to Charlotte's going to bury Oscar at WrestleMania and Oscar won't even be in the match for it because it's going to be <laughs> Lacey Evans beating Oscar at Chamber and then dropping it to Charlotte at Mania. And then I was like, hey, man, good news. Lacey Evans pregnant. Maybe we won't have to go through it. He's like, nope, Charlotte's just going to beat Oscar herself now. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Not again. He's like, I hate this company. I was like, I know, and you watch it more than I do. I, yeah, I, I... You don't even... I was like, dude, you don't even have to watch it. Like, I watch it so we can cover it on radio. You don't. You watch Raw sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, I did I my 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 five minute skips, and all of a sudden, I placed it on Alexa Bliss on a pentagram, and I was like, "This is a oh. kids show," and I just turned it off. Hmm. I was like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I apologize. I got us there. Uh, Chris Brooks, Maki Ito, Super Delphin took on Kago Nakamura. Favorite yeah. here at WrestleCast Radio. Uh, Mao and Mirai Mayumi. How Mao's dope great. does Mao look now with oh, him being God. all lean and just like not giving a bleep and just jumping over turnbuckles and taking yeah. everyone out? Because, hey, these quail can catch. <laughs> I, uh, that's why I had to send you that, that uh, Snapchat from that show. And I'm like, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was really freaking cool. I was like, you're yeah. like 20 feet away. Yeah. Dude, that was the show that had Lindemann and T-Hawk against uh, Seiki Yoshioka and Shima. And then it, it had uh, Okabayashi and Sakamoto against uh, Irish Airborne. Ooh. And then it also had the the one night only Kid Likos uh, match with CCK against Akira Tozawa, making a one night return in Japan and Miko Satomura in the main of, in the semi main. And then the main event was uh, Ricky Shane page, Masashi Takeda, Drew Parker. And oh, who was the fourth guy? Oh, uh, Jimmy Havoc in a death match. What? Yeah. So you saw that live. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Four rows back. Wow. That was, we were good and drunk on that show. Like I, that was the show I asked if I could help and put the ring away. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> so I grabbed like four chairs and carried them to the back and put them down. I was like, yeah, I'm part of ring crew at Corkin. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Holy moly. And Isaiah's like, where are you going? And I was like, shut up, Zeke. And then I did it. And then I was like, all right, let's go to Daddy's. <laughs> we had to go to like some uh, like where they put a slab of beef on our table with a cooker. And we had to cook it ourselves. It was really tight. I was hammered. I had like four strong zeros before that show. Strong zero style. <laughs> uh, Makito can take her double chops, can she? Because yeah. that was a fun spot to kind of open that match with that super dope. And as she was holding Mao down, uh, it was hard to do, especially with his yeah, uh, leanness. Like, like get get F. What do you think you're going to do with me here? <laughs> and he literally had that look like, 
get get out of here, little girl. <laughs> the world. Uh, and then I love too. She starts crying, and Delphine's like, "Oh God, mm-hmm. what did I do?" <laughs> She's ah, she balling. Oh, it's so good. Maki Ito rules, man. She's got she's got it. Honestly, charisma. She she can work. She can tell a story, and she has fun. That's the important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when it all comes down to it. You know who else likes to have fun? Through, you know, I don't know, uh, torture racks and power slams to the outside. Uh, <laughs> not Jun Akiyama, because it's his twin, Yuji Okabayashi. Yeah. Team it up, my God. 2020 wrestler of the year. Oh. Damn. Really? He made our ballot. Tight, tight. Oh, but yeah, of course. Uh, him yeah. and Hiroshima taking on Yuki Onaya. Kazusada Haguchi, aka the number one contender. Uh, what did you think of this hard yeah, hitting oh, match? Which, by the way, speaking of lean, kudos Yukio Naya, uh, looking like a totally different person from the last time I saw him. And he was easily picking up dudes like it was nothing. So, this was a fun thing. How cool was it for Naya? Uh, to be in the ring with yeah. not only these veterans, but also I, I would say holding his own. Yeah, and and I mean Hiroshima, you could argue is an all timer in Dragon or DDT history. You know, he's oh, yeah. a four time oh, yeah. champion. Yeah, he's earned the all caps. You know, <laughs> and Yuji Kobayashi year after year is consistently one of the best wrestlers. He he's. He's what we we wish Ishii could be, I think. Ooh. I think is that a good way to put Okabayashi? We're like Okabayashi last year was uh big Japan champion. He was two AW champion. Like I wish Ishii could get in that, that level. And obviously the company he's in won't allow that. But like Okabayashi gets pushed everywhere he goes and, and well deserved because he's you know, in and out one of the best wrestlers in the world and and for a man his size, he can move. He can oh map wrestle. He can dive randomly, and he can work that power strength submission game again his with that splash? torch rack. Looks amazing. His splash is like Walter's, where you're just like, yeah. "Oh my god!" If anyone ever did that to me, I'd shit myself. Like, my- you think like when him and Walter do the splash, they just you know think of their mind like this is going to be so cool. Wee as they jump. Well, if I remember right, that that tag match, let me pull this up here, because I'm pretty sure that tag match that I had as, like, my tag team match of the year on my 2019 ballot, um, let me, let me go under name, 20, 2019 awards, here we go, let me pull this up here, um, because I want, I want, I just want to make sure I have it correct on it. Yeah, tag match of the year. Okay, they were on, they were on other sides. Maybe they did it at the same time, but it was from the Ryu Gogaton Big Japan show at the end of the year. But uh, it was Walter and Daisuke Sakamoto against Yuji Hino and Yuji Okabayashi. I remember going the full five stars on that match. Ooh. And uh, I, I swear at one point, uh, Yuji Hino's on the ground and Sakamoto's on the ground and Walter and Okabayashi are both on the top ropes. They just kind of look at each other and they just jump and splash their opponents at the same time. <laughs> like, I'm pretty Jesus. sure that was a real spot on there. God, that was tight. 
Yeah, yeah. Yukiyo Yuki Yukiyokobayashi got number eight on my wrestler of the year in 2019 awards. I don't, I don't know where I'm, where I'm putting him this year, but dude, I mean, consistently year after year, this guy is always a top ten worker. And if they're going to keep giving Yuki Onaya this, these opportunities, he's going to get better. Like I went mm-hmm. three and three quarters on this match, and I think it's just because I thought Naya when it started going wasn't on that same level as his opponents to keep up. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not a knock on him. He's just young. It's just, you know, he, he doesn't See, have I thought way. He moved a lot easier. And that could be from, you know, the, the whole, uh, you know, makeover mm-hmm. that he's, he's kind of had over the last couple of months here. I, I, I thought he was moving a lot better than, than say this time last year, where I, you can kind of see the nerves as he, you know, he's kind of starting the match until he kind of gets into a flow, but still kind of, you know, pinpointing different mm-hmm. spots, you know, kind of in his mind or even during a, uh, a move there. Uh, but in this one, you know, I think it was like, okay, I can't mess anything up. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more so of him, you know, kind of adapting and, and I think going to, especially his opponent styles, uh, a lot easier. I mean, hell, he oh. gave the, the Jake Lee special to Hiroshima beautifully, <laughs> you know, and I was like, he might get this win until, of course, he's eating boots and, and double knees there, uh, you know, for him to take the fall, but that's fine. He's still a, a, a child, not a child, but he's, he's still very young in the, in this business, and this was definitely, like I said, one of the better matches that I've seen him have. Yeah, and and I think I think that's, you, I think you, you said it perfectly. I think that was just the slight issue, was there was a couple times where you could tell he was thinking and not working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were, they were ready to do something. And um, one of them was something I actually sent. I don't remember if I sent it to the, to the, uh, the hard dick bros Snapchat, or if I just sent it to a couple <laughs> other people, because I didn't want to spoil it for you. Yes, people, we have a, we have a chat called heart. We have a Snapchat group called the hard dick bros. It's tight mm-hmm. as hell. And, um, but I, I, I may have only said this to other people, so I didn't spoil it for you any part of the match. But there's a spot where Okobayashi charges him, and Naya's just bent over. So Okobayashi has to stop and just club him in the back. And that gets him to stand up, and then he clubs him, and then he comes up the rope, and he, he lariats his leg, which was awesome. Ooh. I was like, oh, my God. He just gave his leg a lariat. Like, completely took him off his feet. But you could tell that, that Naya was at one point kind of just frozen. So Gobayashi yes. just improvised and said, screw it. And it looked well, Wouldn't you be frozen if you just saw Okabayashi like two feet in front of you? I did. I'll send you the snap of it when he chopped the queen in the morrow. He chopped the queen in the morrow so yeah. hard. He fell on top of me and almost spilt my yeah. beer. And I'm like, damn. My homeboys, the astronauts, are getting their ass beat right now. <laughs> Pumanoi Ali Abe went up right in front of me too. I love you, the astronauts, but uh, yeah, it just it was it, it, it wasn't even like most people probably wouldn't even notice that there was a botch, but I noticed it. It is what it is. But those were just the little things I took into consideration when I graded it. Now, did it mm-hmm. hurt the match? I mean, no, but I can't. I I'm not going to praise the match when they did have botches. But it wasn't. It was still a really good match, and you know, if you do this match a year from now, I bet you it's a four and a quarter match because Nia is that much better because they have the confidence in him and they keep running. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they so must have just... the confidence in them to put them in, in this match, too. Mm-hmm. And Higuchi's always great. I mean, I mm-hmm. still wish we could get Higuchi to work a Champions Carnival. Ooh. I would love to see Which him is in coming up. Yeah, April. I, think, I bet you at that uh, Suamako Heisato show. Um, God, you realize the beginning of March, there's like five big shows on the same day we're going to have to watch. On the same day? No, I did not know that. What I day? Think Don't say it's, it's the Revolution pay-per-view. The, the 7th? Yeah. I think uh, between the 4th and the 7th is... Um, the the uh, I think that's the Noah show, that's the start of Budokan show, um, that is AEW Revolution like you mentioned. It's also DDT Champions Gate. Like, there's a lot of Ooh. shit on those two days. Yeah. So first well, fun March, fact, we'll I'm gonna try to uh, slide through. <clears throat> I'm working on it. Uh, well, I'll let you know in a few days. Because I'm off early that Friday, and I was like, "Ah, I could leave Sunday night. Revolution is a mystery. (laughs) Or I feel Lemmy. And then I'll, uh... I mean, we gotta watch the exploding barbed wire death match with John Moxley challenging AEW, AAA, and probably New Japan World Champion, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. (laughs) I'm intrigued. I hope it's not, like, do you really think they go full FMW on it? Like, do you so. think they use real? Because no, they don't. They're not going to have ring ropes. The ring ropes are barbed wire. Really? Yeah, it's like that Sabu. Didn't we already match. see this match like the first year of AEW? Didn't Moxley they already didn't, do a match like that? I don't think they had barbed wire ropes. Where like, like you, they literally will take the ropes off of the turnbuckles and just weave barbed wire through it. Mm-hmm. We've we've been barbed wire. Like whose <laughs> job is that? Is Aubrey Huff, you know, doing that gimmick or what, what's her sure. name? Referee Aubrey. It'll be uh, Jungle Boys. <laughs> Jungle Boys. I, wow. I don't know. Just the first name that came to mind. I don't. I don't think he's doing that anymore. He's, he's getting the owner of the company to to buy his entry. Yeah. Oh, Here boy. you go. Now you own the rights to this song. Like. <laughs> I just, I wonder, by the way, I love the maniacal, like, crazy owner, money-hungry guy that, that he is on Impact on those promos. I'm the forbidden door. Yeah, I'm the I, forbidden door. <laughs> so random. I just, great. I wonder if they're going to use, like, shaved barbed wire. And, like, you know, like, they'll have, like, glass, I'm sure, being used. But it's, like, you know, and, and with the bomb. Majority of... Oh, I would hope so. Some FMW stuff? Hell yeah. I'm all down for that. Shout out to uh, Z Diddy. Always running that city. Now in Indiana. Uh, but he um, he got me to watch that FMW show where like Leatherface was on there. Mick Foley. I, I'm pretty sure Funk. But there was exploding rings. And it was the craziest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. The worst shit, but the craziest. And I'm hoping that's what we get at Revolution. I remember there was one with like Wing Kanamura and um, oh god, what was it? Uh, Matsunaga, something Matsunaga. I can't remember his first name. They wrestled Bandig and Nick Gage, and it was in like a warehouse <laughs> district in Japan. And you know what I'm talking about? And 
and they started the ropes on fire for the match. Oh, yeah. And it's just smoke everywhere, and, like, nobody can see shit. And Nick Gage is trying to crawl under the ring because he can't breathe. Like, it was so bad. It'd be like, cool if uh, Nick Gage, uh, of course, due to injury, crawled to the ring in the uh, the main event at Revolution, causing Moxley the match. Because, of course, he can't win back the AEW Heavyweight Championship, which thus thrusting a new death match uh, sub- uh, sub roster in AEW, and maybe that's the new show they do a deathmatch gimmick. Or <laughs> instead of Nick Gage, what deathmatch superstar would you like to see cost Moxley the match? Masashi Takeda. Well, of course, because I want I, I to this to this day I still want Masashi Takeda versus John Moxley. Do we go to Jacksonville for Double or Nothing if that's the uh, the co-main event? I, Him and if, that is, if that is, I will pay for both of our tickets. Whoa. Make it happen, Forbidden Door. Make it happen. <laughs> Not Forbidden Door. Not Forbidden Door. So random. <laughs> uh, we, Damnation, Daisuke Sasaki, Mad Pauly, so much count. Yuji Hino took on all out members Akito, Kanosuke, Sagashita, Shunma Katsumata, and Yuki Ino. Ino gets the victory with a spear on Mad Pauly. Fun little match went three and a half. Thought it was thought it was pretty good. I loved the you know, fire from Yuki uh, Ueno. I, I loved uh, how it was kind of the spotlight match for him. The story was yeah, based Yuki, on his Yuki return. Ueno looked really good. He did his a lot of odd, transformations man. on a lot of wrestlers, which I I, I dig. I, I think it, it's a great for you know not only their look you know for the for the product, but also for their health and for them you know to you know, maybe do different things in the ring now since, you know, they're a little bit leaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yuki, you know, looked pretty good in this match, and, and I thought it was – it worked too. He, you know, he beat Pauly, perfect person to beat. Oh, yeah. Um, But how about that freaking Haas, though, Yuji? He know, I've, I've never seen this damnation guy, so I must have been missing some stuff rules. over the last couple of months. But man, uh, especially with the the help of uh, Rep Sports R E P P Sports dot com and the uh, the items, I cannot wait to try out. Use the promo code WrestleCast Wrestle C A S T save fifty percent off your order. Uh, so I could look like that guy. If I can look like Yuji Hino by twenty twenty two, we're all going to Jacksonville. Man, he uh, he's a guy who I've been a fan of for years, and I just wish. He, he, you know, he where, was. Where's he from? When, when did he just come and wear this awesome black on black damnation shirt? So he, he was in Noah for a while. Like when we went to Corican, uh, he was the leader of the hooligan stable. Um, he, he was a zero one guy for the longest oh, okay. time. Um, he's kind of been a freelancer, kind of just jumped around, but, but he, he's the guy who does the, the fuck you bomb. <laughs> Or Love this guy he'll, already. He'll get you for a power bomb, and then he'll just flip you, flip off the crowd, and then power bomb the guy. Oh, but he's he's awesome, man. He he was. Has the he guy ever faced Daisuke Sakamoto in a match? Yeah, they, they, uh, in the thing I said earlier, my tag match of the year two years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. he, oh, okay. Boom. It was him, him sense. and Okabayashi against Sakamoto and Walter. Jesus. Think about that. 
After the match, like, are they all just drinking beers together? Yeah, they just slam. Like, what's the setup after the after the the beatdown, the chops, the slams, the power bombs, the splashes, the few bombs? Like, do they just all you know take shots, drink some poros? Yeah, whatever the hell Austrians drink. Like Walter walks up to um Walter walks up to. Uh, Sekimo, or Walter, or Walter, yeah, Walter walks up to Yuji Hino and just chops the shit out of him, and Hino just laughs at him. He's like, "Is that it?" And then they just start going to tell each other. And mind you, this Walter's Walter has the UK title with him when he comes to the ring, so this is WWE Walter, and he's just like, "Yes, this is what I've been waiting for." And they just start. I'm t- you need to you need to go back and watch that match. You will be dumbfounded how great it is. I think oh. I might have to. Honestly, I, I I I've been watching more wrestling on my break, so I, I definitely will have to look up that match during my long stretch tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's uh from it's from the like I, like November I think of 2019, like November 10th, 2019. Okay. But it's at the Big Japan Ryu Gokutan show, and it dude, it's so good. It's just. It's when you when you hear Yuji Hino, Yuji Okabayashi, Daisuke Sakamoto, and Walter in a tag match, it's it's everything that you would think about is what the match was. Cool. <laughs> you're like, boy, this match would be amazing. Okay, well then it, get ready because it will be amazing. <laughs> Speaking oh, of amazing, I went four and a quarter on this next bad boy, Yukio Sakaguchi. In an amazing finish, losing to Yuki Ueno via sleeper. Sakaguchi confused. He got put in the sleeper. Couldn't believe mm-hmm. his pass was out. The doctor comes in the ring and, like, sits sits uh, uh, Sakaguchi up and starts giving him, like, a Heimlich maneuver trying to wake him up and slapping him in the face. This was mm-hmm. so good, man. This was so the good. Plucky under. Versus the chokeout go to sleep artist himself, of course, meaning Yukio Sakaguchi. Uh, tall order for the young champ, Yuki Ueno. I believe they said, what is this, his fourth or fifth defense? Like, yep. pretty big here. And then for taking out a guy that legit puts you to sleep. I loved how, you know, there was the aspect of him, you know, kind of training before this match on how to not be put to sleep. Uh, and then thus, you know, kind of learning different reversals and counters and, and such there. Hell, he even threw in a uh, Steiner recliner. Well, actually, he was on the receiving end of the, of the Steiner recliner. But it, it was great because he was also doing some, uh, some nice Zack Sabre Jr.-like submissions you know kind of the stretches you know kind of in some ways there so that was uh that was some some really really good stuff uh but yeah i i just loved how it was more of the how am i going to escape how am i going to keep this belt how am i not going to get past the belief out uh you know i mean this definitely has to be one of the top notches you know of his championship raid and of this young uh championship this young title the ddt universal title what maybe a little under two years old i did want to take a look a little look into the history maybe for the next show in his next defense but uh some good champions and and i would say yuki ueno you know maybe besides chris brooks who's a multiple time champion as well do you think he's the face of this title so far 
Yeah, I think they have a lot of plans for Yuki Ueno. And I think this is a stepping stone for doing it. I really do. Because, man, this guy can work. Yeah. And he I thought it was going to be one-sided, honestly. Excuse me, I'm eating on the air like a like a awful human being. <laughs> um, well, you wouldn't be <laughs> until you get your stuff I, from repsports.com. I don't get I don't get dope food delivered to me on air like you do, <laughs> bro. I I'm gonna send you this picture of what I had tonight because again I'm I'm getting ready to get my uh, repsports.com promo code or WrestleCast, C-A-S-T, uh, 15% off your order. Uh, just because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit more comfy before, you know, the, the real transformation happens. And my God, Ryan, this was a stuffed tenderloin full of bacon. Not a lot of oh. bacon, but, you know, of bacon. Uh, a really good, uh, you know, kind of sauce over it. And a veggie medley that included mushrooms, broccoli, asparagus, um, and this wonderful cherry, not a cherry tomato, but it was like the sweetest, tartest, tomato-esque type of thing in the world that just exploded with a wonderful flavor explosion where I was just like, wow, with every bite. It was uh, truly, truly a wonderful meal. (laughs) <laughs> and that's why when I'm like eating healthy, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's bad. But, you know, when you have someone as creative uh, as as I have, thankfully, it's, uh, it's a treat to every meal. <laughs> well, I, I, I respect your game. Damn. Yep. You, you were grubbing like a muff. <laughs> I saw your plate. Man. <laughs> Props to you, my friend. Props to you. Uh, main yeah. event, I went four and a half on this match, man. This this is the one difference between DDT and Noah with their champions the way that they are. Junak mm-hmm. Yama can still go. <laughs> and while it might not be at the level he used to, Endo and Akiyama was great. Um, Akiyama hitting him with so many exploders. And Endo will not go away until finally he hits him with an exploder and then twists it into a driver, yeah. finishing off Tetsuya Endo. I I thought this match was tremendous, Alex. Like I said, I went four and a half. I don't know if it'll get to my match of the year, depending what happens. But right now it is in my top ten for the year. Um, I love it. We'll just have to wait to see what else is got, what comes out this year. But, man, this is great. What do you think on it? Uh, the as last show as I dubbed him the uh, the <clears throat> not the bad way the uh, I don't even want to say that word but the guy who gets around in the Puro scene Junakiyama <laughs> doing double duties in a weekend with two different companies uh, of course we'll get to his first uh, venture uh, be, uh, you know before his big championship win. Uh, with DDT here, but I I couldn't imagine that this guy was just in another hard-hitting tag match and then went on, you know, a 30-minute-plus, you know, kind of banger here. I love the mat wrestling. I love the attacking of, or I should just say, the, the supreme beatdown that he was kind of giving Tetsuya Endo throughout with those <laughs> clubs, with those strikes, the headbutts, my God, just taking Endo to the outside with each headbutt there. 
but also, uh, you know, how Endo would then attack the legs, you know, kind of as well. Because how else are you going to get this big monster down? You got to chop him down kick by kick. Uh, but, you know, in the end, it was, you know, the experience and just the severe toughness. Again, over under, Ryan, let's be real. What, 12 exploders in that match? Oh, easily. I might I mean, even easily. say over. He was punishing him, and he just one from the top I, rope. Oh, Didn't even I love finish Endo off. Did it annoy did... you though, where he kept kicking out? Is that again becoming a thing where we don't need? Where kind of in you know that we saw in Noah, the matches were like boom, they're over, huh? Uh, which was kind of a nice thing, but uh, but no, it's uh, it was just. Or I should say, uh, also in Dragon Gate, but um, but yeah, no, I I would say this was a damn fine main event here. Uh, you know, there was no injuries. You know, kind of like in the Endo uh, Tanaka match, where you know, of course, they still went 15, 20 minutes after you know he sustained that little leg contusion there. But uh, the, the big moment, of course, that exploded from that top rope uh, from new KOD Openweight Champion. Jun Akiyama uh, is one of his boys. Whether it's Mizuki Watazi or Yusuke Okada, one of his boys is going to take that title from him, Ryan. <laughs> I don't. I, Shingo I Takagi's think, done some crazy shit. Why not? I, I think. Um, <laughs> I think. I think we're getting Kanosuke Takashita winning the title back. Uh, Makes sense. You know, and he, he's gets him his win back. Akiyama. Yep. But, yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I I think it'll happen. Um, and plus, he's been out of the title picture for a while. You know, sans the universal title, but of course the KOD. Uh, you know, definitely it's been what maybe close to two years. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, why why not? You know, why not give him another now, shot there? Did did um they didn't DDT didn't run Saitama last year, did they? You're asking the wrong Saitama. <laughs> I, I thought that that show got suspended. Like I don't think they ran Possibly. Saitama because of COVID, because they were going to bring in Kenny Omega for it. Is that? Oh, that was that show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You you are correct. So I that wonder was in if the, the name of the show. I wonder if they're going to run Saitama this year. Because Sam's if they're Omega. going to, yeah, because then there you go. There's your um. That's what you yeah. What does that mean with that relationship now? With them, you know, kind of in in bed with New Japan again. Uh, not again, but with New Japan with AEW, are they are they still going to live up to the Kenny Omega appearance? Yeah, if if, if they still didn't have, of course, a with that being his first friends, home in Japan too. Well, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think uh, uh, Maki Ito's in this tournament then. Oh, touche, touche. Take that ice um, ribbon. DDT actually, they have a, they have another show coming up on the twenty eighth. Um, oh, there's a, they got a couple things coming up here. Um, uh, DDT has a show on the twenty third from Nagoya. Um, it's gonna have um, Akita, Harada, and Shota 
against Sanshiro Takagi Hanashima and Danshoku Dino for the six-man titles. Um, Yuji Hino versus Yuki Ino in a DDT Megaton weight singles match. <laughs> Wait, what? Mega what? Ton? Megaton weight. <laughs> Wait, was that like in the Okabayashi match? Because those, those were they were definitely megaton. <laughs> uh, main event of the show has got KOD tag titles. Uh, Higuchi and Sakaguchi against Takashita and Mao. Eruption. That'll be cool. That's going to be really good. And Wait, then, who's tagging uh, with Mao? Uh, Kenosuke Takashita. Oh, wow. I mean, Mao, that's really cool. <laughs> And then the um, the DDT into the fight 2021 at Cork, and last year it was it was the awesome Mao and Eichmann match. Uh, this Ooh. year it's the DDT Extreme Title Shun Makatsumata defending against Mao. That a Mao, Mao. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of a lot of goodness. All, I'm excited yeah, to get back yeah. into the DDT tank there. You know, a little uh, you know about four hour you know show here, but you know it was it was like riding a bike. It was it was happy yeah, to kind of see those friends. Easy. And then they advertise this match also at Into the Fight 2021. The Iron Man heavy metalweight title five-way dance. Uh, the Young Bucks autobiography Killing the Business versus Kazuki Hirata versus Dan Shoko Dino versus Antonio Hondo versus <laughs> That's awesome. I love hey, it. Did you see how the, the book won? Yeah, I fell asleep uh, while reading it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Britt Baker. <laughs> Um, oh, so then, so, okay, so Judgment is March 28th. That's the Akiyama Kazusana Higuchi. So they're doing it at, at Judgment, the 24th anniversary show. Okay. I thought it was and that's March 28th? Yep. So we have, we have some time. Then, then uh, the DDT April Fool 2021 show on uh, WrestleMania Day 2 day. Uh, the only match so far from Cork and Hall is Gorgeous Matsuno's pre-60th birthday commemorative match. As he yeah. takes out the ever so dangerous X. Ooh, oh, it's Kenny Omega. <laughs> but, but to be fair, he is WWE champion, as stated on AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they won't let him, you know, go out there. WWE champion Kenny Omega. I don't know why I said it like that. And <laughs> Kenny Omega. <laughs> Never mind. Kawasaki Strong, fantastic show, folks. Yeah, um, I it was it was great to get back uh into into DDT Pro. We will be uh going podcast the most you may keep you with us otherwise check back here as we'll be done here shortly. You'll be able to listen to the remainder of the show here as we go off. But as Alex said, ripsports.com, use promo code WrestleCast, 15% off your order. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast as well. Nine t-shirts, seven WrestleCast, two for the summit. So you get a little bang for your buck on both ends. Awesome stuff that we got for you. Anywhere you, you pod your cast, look for us, Strong Style Media, WrestleCast Radio. We can get what you got. You tune in tomorrow night, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio for night or week four of the S1 Grand Prix 2021, Alex. I'm excited. Yeah, that will go. We're going to talk the Back to Budica, Noah Destination 2021. Nine matches on the show. Alex, I will run quickly through the first four since they were not on the Wrestle Universe feed if you want. 
did we? I think did we lose Alex at Noah again this week? That happened last week when we lost Alex at Noah. <coughs> oh, okay, talk to me getting matches of Noah. I got to poop. Okay, fantastic. Uh, thanks for getting back to me. So he is still with us. Um, the four matches that were on the pre-show pay-per-view, we saw in the opener Akatoshi Saito defeat Kenny Okada. As you heard me watching last week on the show. Uh, two and a half stars, Saito wins via his claw slam. Kenny Okada looked pretty good in the small offense he got, but this was a squash. And a nice little coup favor for Akatoshi Saito. Uh, second match of this show, we got Atsushi Katoge, Daiki Inaba, and Yakutaka Yano. They defeated the team of Kai Fujimura, Yohei, and Hajime Ohara. Uh, Sushi Katoge getting the moonsault pin on Kai Fujimura. Three and a quarter. This was a nice little fun match. At Sushi Katoge, we'll see him a little bit later with the uh, 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 Momono Seshi uh, Daishi Harada partnership. Uh, And also Yoe and Hajime Ohara, full throttle members uh, on the losing end there. Uh, Then we got the tag match between Shuhei. Maybach Kanaguchi and Mohamed Yone taking on the M's Alliance members Masato Tanaka and Masaki Mochizuki. Um, I have in parentheses M's rule as a team, three and a quarter. Uh, sliding kicks decimate Mohamed Yone. Masato Tanaka and Masaki Mochizuki make them a tag team week in and week out. They will be my tag team of the year. I can promise you that already. <laughs> they were so awesome as a team in this show. And then big 12-man tag, Sugaradun getting the victory over Congo as we saw Kazunari Murakami, Kendo Kishin, Nosawa Rongai, Takashi Sugara, Kazushi Sakuraba, and Kazuyuki Fujita defeat the team of Hao, Neo, Tanisuke, Manobu, uh, Manobu Soya, Masaki Tamiya, and Katsuhika Nakajima. Sugara getting the victory on Manabu Soya with three and a half. I loved the interaction and fighting between Katsuhika Nakajima and Kazunari Murakami. Just stiff, violent, nobody giving a shit about the other one. And they just punished each other. Uh, we saw the Congo train elbows uh, on Kendo Kashin, which, or on Nosawa Rongai, which made me happy. Um, but, I, you know, I go back to it. Murakami and Nakajima was so fun with their interactions between one another. Oh, it was a great one. It was great. I hope they get lined up in a singles match coming up here. Murakami is a little bit older. He couldn't move as well, but Nakajima, all, you know, he had all the classics, everything you wanted him to. So nice, stiff. But then we get into the five matches that aired on Wrestle Universe. And I tell you what, for a stretch, it might not be Wrestle Kingdom level, but three and a half, four and a quarter, three and a half, four and a half, and four stars were what wow. uh, we got there. And hopefully, um, the you only went three and a half on the tag, huh? Yeah, put three and a half on it. it was, maybe maybe I undered it a little bit, uh, but I was still riding the high of watching uh, uh, Kazunari Murakami and Katsuhika Nakajima just murder each other, which was so <laughs> damn entertaining uh, between the two of them. Uh, but we then had Yoshinari Ogawa and Hayata uh, defeating Katero Suzuki and Akuto Hadaka, retaining the tag team titles. This was the start of the Wrestle Universe feed. Yeah. Uh, so match uh, Ogawa with the head scissors roll into a pin. Yeah. To get the victory on Hadaka. 
Alex, what do you think about this contest? This was the first one you got to jump in on with this show. Uh, Akuta Hadaka looked like a white meat baby face. Just 30 years too late, but good guy. He looked like a Ricky Morton of the Puro uh, area. She was amazing. No, uh, no, but that was awesome. Katoro Suzuki, uh, I loved how him and Ogawa were just stiff on each other kind of throughout the match there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so this was just a great wasn't even an old timers match. It was just we're we're going to beat the shit out of each other for these uh, GHC Junior Heavyweight, uh, you know, tag championships here. But uh, Hayata, you know, probably being the young guy by uh, twenty years here uh, was 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 you know kind of <laughs> solid there as well. But Ogawa, like you said, getting that surprise uh, unexpected, you know, ending. But I was for it, you know, kind of that 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 legit finish there. Um, not gonna lie. Uh, Stinger, the heels didn't do uh, didn't do as much heelish shit as I was expecting, but uh, the faces looked good. This was a solid tag uh, to open up the Wrestle Universe feed. Yeah, it was a fun match, fun match, exactly a good good Temple Center too. Um, then we had this was this was my second favorite match of the night. I was all in on this. Yes, Seiki Yoshioka defeating Daisuke Harada with the uh, crash raid. I went four and a quarter. This was stiff. Seiki Yoshioka was caving the chest of mm-hmm. Daisuke Harada in with those kicks. This match was was arguably why Noah fans from back in the day, like I was, is a Noah fan. Is for matches like this that are just yes. pure brutality. This is my Noah. Like I, this makes me go, I am Noah. <laughs> this is this this match is the reason I. And with all my New Japan replicas hidden in the middle of all of them, I have a GHC heavyweight title uh, replica. Nice, this, nice. Is, this is why Noah was my favorite company. Matches like this, just, One, just yeah. brutal. What was great is it showed different sides of who would become the, the new GHC junior heavyweight champion uh, in Yoshioka. Uh, the resilience shown by him as well, the determination... Um, as he was pinning uh, former champ Daisuke Harada. I mean, even, you know, kind of the sequence before, uh, you said it was the crash raid was his finish? Yeah. What was it, a reverse Styles Clash powerbomb <laughs> combo? That yeah, was he insane. does a Styles Clash in the, in the, like, sorry about your neck. <laughs> Pretty much, but uh, even before that there, when they were kind of, when Yoshioka was rolling Harada around the mat until he finally kicks Harada uh, in the head and then that crazy package driver that would make Kevin Steam blush, you know, where he almost uh, <laughs> won the uh, won the title there. But yeah, this was, uh, you know, what the juniors do in Japan here, whether it's, you know, of course, in New Japan uh, of course, uh, you know, of course, Dragon Gate, but Noah here, it's just, they're, they're harder. They're almost as hard hitting, if not more than what the heavyweights will, you know, kind of exhume later on into mm-hmm. the shows there. And, and they definitely have the talent where, where they're showcased enough where they could and should be headlining shows, you know, kind of in the future, but awesome, it- excellent match. One of my favorites of the two shows as well. And this is another reason, too, why I'm so pissed about how bad the booking is with the Noah Juniors. Because, like, the Noah Juniors I love. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's part of the reason I'm so into, like, Kanamaru. 
is because he was a Noah Jr. Like, I used to love watching Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Yeah. Yoshinobu Kanemaru taking on Kenta at Destiny 05 is still one of, like, the best junior heavyweight title matches I've ever seen. Mm. You know, 16 years later, we get Kanemaru just stuffing Wato, which is great. <laughs> but back then, it's just, like, you see him and you're like, this is Yoshinobu Kanemaru? Like, yep. <laughs> Great match. Oh my god! I, I can't wait for you to if, if they play it back so you can see uh, Tanaka and Mochizuki as a tag team. They just beat mm-hmm. the shit out of Muhammad Yone. It was great. If if, if they were to <laughs> tag all year, they'd be my tag team of the year. I said, <laughs> fantastic, just punishment, sliding kicks, sliding Dangan elbows. I mean, they just punished him. Tanaka does a sliding. So is this Tanaka's third or fourth? company appearance, uh, fourth different company appearance within a year. Yeah, Obviously, I, I, he was DDT champion. Yep, he's zero one one champ. And then he was in All Japan in the fall, and now mm-hmm. he's at NOAA in 2021? Sorry, I, uh, sorry, Junakiyama, you are definitely not the uh, one who gets around in the Piro scene. Well, that honor goes to Masao. You gotta too, some of these guys are freelance. Some of these guys are freelance. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm so just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, you're not wrong. Like it's, it's funny. It, it They're doing it right, Japan. Too. All Elite Wrestling was, you know, looking looking at the right way and and saying, hey, we can't have wrestlers go and work other shows and other companies to pop a dollar, to pop, you know, eyes on our, you know, on their product there. So I mean, kudos to those guys, especially the old heads doing this, you know, past 45 years old. On a consistent basis, uh, meaning, of course, match-wise, but also showing up and and just rocking the house. Think, think of it too. I, I think part of the reason why you know, yes, you're you're making jokes about it, but why it even comes up to get to that level is, you know, you you're talking about Masato Tanaka, Masaki Mochizuki, and Junakiyama. We're not talking about, you know, some rando like Bushi. You know, we're we're oh. talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking big name people. This isn't this isn't Tomo, Tomomitsu Matsunaga showing up in DDT for a battle royal and then going to work Basara or something. True, true. You yeah, know, like, yeah, very true. These are big names, big time players. So it's just cool. So, you know, same thing with Marafuji. Marafuji popping up in a few different places. He did yeah, DDT yeah. in small Japan. So it's great to see. But you know, you, you're on point with that. So. You got to go back and check that out, and you got to check out the Sugarigun Kano, uh, Congo. Yeah, that match I want to see for sure. <laughs> Even the, the six man before, I mean, theoretically, the Okada Saito match was a squash, but the Kai Fujimura Yohei and Hajime Ohara against Atsushi Katoge, Daike Inaba, and uh, Yasutaki Yano, that, I still went three and a quarter on that. Like, this whole okay, show. Nice. This is a show I'm going to write down for our nominee for. I'm putting this in my, my shows that I'm going to wreck for when it comes, you know, 10 months from now for 2021 awards. Like, this is going to be a show that's going to make that list as of right now. Um, hmm. speak, you know, we got, look at this tag we got here. We, we get Naomichi Nao, Marafuchi and Jun Akiyama um, on the losing end to Yoshiki Inamura. Yeah. And the man who I, I am hoping is your next GHC champion, Kaito Kiyomiya. He and me with a tiger suit <laughs> pins Marafuji clean too. Um, and this this too kind of tipped me off when Marafuji lost clean and not Akiyama. I was like, oh, I think mm-hmm. Akiyama's beat then though, because he didn't take the fall. 
So I kind of Kiyomiya got his ass kicked 99% mm-hmm. of the match. Yep. 99. The vets That's just tagging in and out to to beat his young ass down. Of course, me to Marafuji and Jun Akiyama. Well, what else does Akiyama love but to beat down the youngins in the hero scene, no matter what company. And that's cool because he is a wrestler. He loves his mat work. He loves teaching. He loves showing the history and the ways of Hirorisu. And for him to just knock around Kiyomiya was, was fun to watch. And, you know, I will get into, you know, like, like you said, you're hoping the next GHC champion, but man, I, it's like you get squashed. Yeah, you get a lucky win that showcases, you know, that, that wonderful babyface aspect of pulling it out but getting the victory. But I'm like, how the hell do you challenge for a title shot just by winning a random tag match? Which, by the way, shout out to uh, his tag partner, uh, Yoshiki Inamura. This guy was pouncing dudes and just being, <laughs> you know, the most odd man out you know, in a match I've seen in a long time, but I thought he was more enjoyable than uh, Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not on the, you know, on the full bus yet. My foot is still hanging out the door. Of course, he is a phenomenal young talent, but uh, I'm just like, man, anyone could just challenge for a shot. Even when you, when, when you get beat up 99.9% of the match. Hey, who a tag that? match. The end of, at the end of the day, in the fourth quarter, you have the game-winning shot. Not LeBron. What, did they lose tonight to the Nets? <laughs> GHC <laughs> National Championship. Cano. Oh, my God. The, the Nets are up by 22. <laughs> she sucks. But there's no AD anyway. Sorry. Carson Wentz to the Colts. Uh yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, I know. At least you didn't have to give up a first Cohen and uh, Foles to get him. Yeah, um, someone asked me that at work today. He's like, "Oh, are you bum?" I was like, "No, I we, we don't need to give up more for something that we know is not going to work without an offensive line." I was like, "I'd rather tag Trubisky, maybe upgrade the line via draft or spending a little bit money." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, salary cap. Never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, Allen Robinson. Never mind. You know so." <laughs> um, That's being a Bears fan. <laughs> that was the one nice thing is like it's or that's the one hard part too is that's that was Kiyomiya's title reign. He would get beat mm-hmm. up the whole time and then he would come back and win. And that's where a lot of people had problems with it. And and this was the formula again. But he came back and got the W. Um, but yes, this this was my match of the weekend. I this this slightly edged Akiyama Endo. Really, but. Can, yeah. Kano Matsukatsu Funaki. Kano wins with a dragon suplex pin on Funaki. And it was so abrupt is why I think I liked it. Yeah. Because they just a, went a, in there and started yeah. hunting each other and kicking each other and hitting each other. And finally, after enough strikes, he just decides to grab him with a dragon suplex and he beats him. And Funaki's <laughs> like not even sweating and Kano's like dead because he's just getting the shit beat out of him. Dude, when Funaki hits that tombstone and then turns uh, it into a sleeper, 
<laughs> I thought Cano might have been out. Not going to lie. I was like, wow. It ended in way quicker until, like you said, that dragon suplex by Cano. I was like, wow, that match still ended way quicker, but was way exciting and enticing. And he's just like, he's just drained. And Funaki's like, damn it. I've only lost twice since I since I came back to the company, and they're yeah. both title matches. And then he just walks over and shakes his hand and leaves. And Cano's like, "Oh yeah. my god, I dodged another bullet." It was the same, and I loved it because he's beating all these MMA guys. He's beating these real shoot fighters. Like, you want to be a real fighter? Fight me. You know, we just saw him beat oh, yeah. Sakuraba, and it was great because Sakuraba's beating his ass and he's fighting back. And all of a sudden, he gets on top of him for a crazy flash pin, and Sakuraba can't get him off of him, and he wins. And Sakuraba's mm. like, damn it. And Funaki's like, yep, did it again, baby. And he's just <laughs> you know, laying there dead. And this is the same thing. This was so awesome. This match ruled to a T. <laughs> I, I went four and a half on it. I loved it. This was so Ooh. awesome. This was so good. And Man, Kano just continues to deliver the goods show after show. Noah's finally feels like they're got their they got their wheels back on the track mm-hmm. and they're coming in going, All right, bitches, we're coming for you. <laughs> well, you got that new logo, so you, you definitely got to uh It's that logo's kinda of growing I, I it's kinda of growing on me a little bit. I really kinda of got into the last one, but I don't hate it. When I saw this the, when when Kaito Kiyomiya came in the ring after the main event with the black shirt on with the new Noah logo, mm-hmm. it looked kind of cool. Okay. Okay. I was like, okay. I I just marking it. out, but I probably was, <laughs> <laughs> um, but even in the main event is as much as I said, last show, it's going to happen. And they, they, they got <sighs> me because it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. And I actually thought both guys were going to get the victory. And I know you probably mm-hmm. hated it. A lot of people did, but Alex, I went four stars on this match. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Shizaki just looks like a champion, though. Just walking to the ring, you know. I'm he just does. like, I know I make the well, jokes, you know, old Okada, because mm-hmm. he just looks like o- Okada, you know, in like five years. But but damn it, that's a good thing to be compared to. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and not, not you know joking before I you know obviously the onslaught of Shizaki matches into the fall, of course, in that wonderful two-match stretch to end 2020. Uh, But, man, I was just so sad as he's walking to the ring. I was like, his seventh defense, you know, kind of the parallels to Okada as well. And, you know, of course, him dropping it. But, you know, I will say, Keiji Muto, he came to wrestle. He knew the spotlight was on him. You know, this 58-year-old is signing two-year contracts you know, until he's about 60 years old, he'll be wrestling for Noah. Uh, I think he's still got a few more years to catch flair. But, uh, I mean, he, his knees were looking good. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I loved how Shiozaki, you know, was trying to take out those, you know, those those said, you know, new knees and legs and whatnot. But, uh, you know, a few botches here and there. I could see why you can kind of give it the four stars. You know, Shining Wizards, I'm looking at you. But, hey, I blame the camera yeah. angle more than anything. Um, but no, when he hit that third and when go got his hand up, like literally the last millisecond centimeter, I popped hard. Cause I was like, wow, Muto's going to win with the wizards. Awesome. But, uh, no, they got was, to uh yeah, I mean, they, they did because it because they knew people were speculating and hemming and mm-hmm. hawing on, Oh, we know what's going to happen. So at least they were, you know, having a little fun with it. And well, 
Keiji Muto has two brand new knees. He's 58 years old. I thought he did as great of a job as you could ask somebody in his position to do. You know, he went in there, had a 25-minute match or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. he worked. Like, he worked hard. Like, I yeah, I truly prop him for where he is in his life, that he was able to main event Budokan Hall, win the NOAA title, and look respectable. Yes. Always respectable. Especially you know, when he's, uh, you know... Kicking out of and he got up on that Rana, that Dragon Rana was yes. like he got up on, and that's uh, you know what I said. That choke at the end was nice. Not gonna lie, it brought the me choke? back to uh, a year before. Yeah, after the Hurricane Rana, the finish. What? Oh, what? did it look like he was choking him? Do you? <laughs> no, he was choking him. He was choking him down as he was pinning him. So oh. as he's landing on the Hurricane Rana, he's, he's literally choking Go Shiyazaki, his hand thrusting down on his throat as the ref is oh, finished to get the win. He's a dirty Total. heel. <laughs> I love it. And I love the best part about all of this is Muda gave him everything that he had. Shiyazaki walked through it and said, no, sorry, bro, it's not happening. <laughs> and he starts beating his ass and he's, it was almost like Akiyama trying to put away Endo, and he just couldn't do it. Shizaki ah. was so frustrated. And mm-hmm. then he goes for that top rope go flasher and almost kills Muda, Whew. which looked brutal as hell. I'm kind of glad it happened, <laughs> just because he's, no, no one's hurt, so I don't hate it. But then yeah. he hits a dragon rana out of nowhere, and you see Shizaki's eyes are closed, and he opens his eyes, and he starts looking around trying to figure out where he is. And once he mm-hmm. figures it out, he realizes he's being pinned, and he kicks out. But he kicks out three happens. So they made Shiyazaki look totally strong to me. Uh-huh. But it's, you know, when you say a flash pin, he quickly mm-hmm. was like, oh, shit, what just happened? How did I get here? Oh, I better kick out. I did. Wait, you're telling me I didn't kick out at three? Oh, my God, I lost? No way. And then the <laughs> camera angle is so perfect. Because it's honed in directly on Muda, who's just like, oh, my God, I did it. And Muda is livid in the background. Like, I I lost? So they didn't have Muda. Like, Muda didn't significantly beat him to the point of a three count and like a, yeah, I'm the guy. He just pulled out the upsets. And he he snuck out the wily veteran figured out a way to score a flash pin, and that's what it was. It's just like, you know, Genki Horiguchi winning with a backslide all the time. Just catches them out of nowhere, and they can't figure it out. And this was a flash pin. And Shizaki wouldn't shake his hand. He was pissed. He storms out of the ring. Shizaki played it up great. Because Mm. Shizaki by no means looked weak in this situation. He looked Mm. like the stronger guy who just, it was a banana peel slip finish. And, I and it works. It. I mean, yeah. if if you're gonna have a believable finish, as you know, in a match like that with a guy who's just put on two classic bangers, you know, to, to you know, just a few months ago, um, well, you know, that's not even two months ago, but yeah, that that's kind of the best way to, to mm-hmm. get yeah, your new champion who's 58 years old. It was it was a full on banana peel. Wait, what just happened? I can't, did I, I really lost type thing where you didn't beat him, but you beat him. And that's yeah. why I liked it. 
so much is because I understand from a business aspect, it makes sense because you drew fans because of Muto. And now you can put the belt on Kaito Kiyomiya. You did not waste Kiyomiya Shiozaki, which you can save till next year's January 4th show. You could have Shiozaki now win the N1 and go, Kiyomiya, I beat your ass once. I'm going to beat it again and take my title back. And now you got your big January 4th show main event. Mm-hmm. And you've already been, you're, you've booked out 11 months now. And Kiyomiya can get a lot of good small victories under his belt before it. And now you've really established him as the ace and he gets his win back against Mudo. And uh, in return, now you got Mudo there to sell tickets and help get the younger crop over. I loved it. Like I, I, I thought I was going to hate it, but I, they, they pulled me in so much of the match where I was like, Holy shit. Shizaki's really going to beat him. <laughs> and then he didn't win. Like, 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 like in there when he was that last lariat, I was like, oh yeah, he's going to take his head off and that's it. And then he got rotted. And it was like, oh my God, he got rotted. And Shiyazaki's so good that he played it up where he, he's looking around and he's confused and then he kind of snaps it, snaps out of it and he kicks out, but it was too late. And you could tell he was like, no, 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 I kicked out. And they're like, no, sorry, man. He's like, no, I did. Oh, sorry, bro. He's like, damn it. <laughs> It was so good. It was so good, the story. And that's why I liked it. And Muda, man, he worked his ass off. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, this wasn't, a, this wasn't a Goldberg, you know, winning a championship match within the last five years, which I'm sure Vince is probably pissed. Again, the old heads, you know, in Japan, a lot like 2020 with Yuki Doi and Masato Tanaka, you know, kind of starting that year. Uh, mm-hmm. As champions of big companies, kind of the same thing now with with uh, not only you know DDT again with Jun Akiyama as he signs a one year contract with DDT, and then of course now with the new two year contract signing with Keiji Muto uh, with uh, Noah here, uh, you know some pretty big plans. So that's why I don't think Kiyomi is going to drop it. Um, I think he'll eventually lose it to Mara Fuji just because. Um, but also my question to you is, do we in this time oh, frame, if it does sustain? Yes. Okay. You said Kiyomiya, so I was just trying to keep on the title. Oh, oh. No, you're, you're good. I just I wanted to make sure I was still in the, with you. No, bleep that guy. Um, but no, I, <laughs> just for I would say... Do you think we get a great Muta title defense in a way? If, or do you think that's kind of out of the question? I never once thought about that, but I'll tell you this. If he beats Kiyomiya, anything can happen. I just, I truly don't think he's getting past Kiyomiya. I like it. Like I'm like 90-10. Kiyomiya is winning. Ninety <laughs> ten. I'm dead now serious. Bet on that before it happens. I'm dead serious because here's the thing: is like a lot of people argued this. They said, "Well, if if the point is to get the, the strap back on Kiyomiya because his first run was good, but it didn't work too well because he just wasn't ready. Now he's mm-hmm. ready. He is the face of this company. When he's got Okada endorsing him as the guy he wants to face, true. You you know the MFers is the face of this company. He's the ace now." So you got to get the strap back on him, but Shiozaki's having such a good run, you can't take the title off of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when he's putting on five star after five star after five star, he's you know he's your twenty twenty wrestler of the year. 
But if you have Kiyomiya beat Shizaki to get his win back, now you mm-hmm. can't do that match later. Ooh. That's why you got to have somebody transition in between. It's like your Ata. Yeah. You don't want Doi beating Ben K. I mean, you don't want Shun Skywalker beating Doi. Because you want to save that if you choose to run with Shun as a title defense. So you want Shiozaki to get a title shot at Kiyomiya and go, I'm going to get my strap back. I already beat this kid once. I beat him January 4th of last year. It was amazing. I'll do it again. Then mm-hmm. Kiyomiya gets the win back. So you want to save that. So you need someone to mitigate the middle ground. And that's where Keiji Muto came in, which is perfect. you got a guy who now is he's now the third person to ever win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the Triple Crown Championship, and the GHC Championship. He's now in, in company with Yoshihiro Takayama and Kaisuke Sasaki. So only three people have ever won all three of the, the NOAA All Japan New Japan titles. Oh. So now you can say that that just happened. You're also saying that KG Muto is your champion. And, and now you can have Muto put over Kiyomiya, which is a big win. And you didn't have to burn Kiyomiya Shizaki. So in the yeah. business aspect of it, that's why I like it. Don't burn that match if you don't have to. Because eventually Just, you're going to sell tickets, and that's how you do it. If he has a lengthy reign here, meaning, of course, Keiji Muto, uh, do you think when it's all said and done, if there's a, not a revisionist, but say a, a newer set of the four pillars of heaven in Puro Risu, is Muto on that list? No, because that was kind of just tied to all Japan. With Taue, Kawada, Kobashi, and uh, Misawa. That oh, was I thought kind it was just, kind of I, like an all Japan. Well, yeah, because I guess Baba would be on there and Anoki. And yeah, that, that was just kind of course. like they grew that company with the four of them. I just know that's like a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Yeah, you know, especially in the last you know couple of like that. six months of the you know Puro groups that I'm in. People always, you know, bring that question, you know, or, or, or they'll bring in a spotlight, the four pillars. So that's, you know, of course, I'm a novice to that history. But, yeah, I just didn't know if that was going to be, you know, a thing well, for that's all. That New Japan, Mount Rushmore um, there. That New Japan pillar in the early, early aughts or whatever, 2010s or whatever, that was Tanahashi, Nakamura, and Goto. And I, I mean, I, you might be able to put <laughs> Manabu Nakanishi on there too, but oh. that was kind of that like that core group that brought New Japan because because the four All Japan guys basically put All Japan into that limelight and made it that top company. Okay. But yeah, there's there's a King's Road, if you will, which is really cool. But this damn, was, he was this, trained by Dory Funk Jr. Who? Masawa. That's tight. I didn't know that. Tenru train Kawada. Tenru is incredible. God, I, I love Tenru. What was up with Kobashi, by the way, during the main event of the uh, DDT show? Because he ended his career in Noah. He was he was a big proprietor of of when he jumped with Masawa to Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobashi so did, also so did, trained by Dory Funk Jr. Wow. So did uh, Kaisuke Sasaki. 
or Kensuke Sasaki and Masala. Masala and all those guys went over. Um, but it's you know it's it's more eyes too. Like you you now are like holy crap! At the end of this main event, we have uh, Kobashi handing the the GHC title that he helped make famous to Keiji Muto. Mm-hmm. But and that's part of the reason Kenta just went by Kenta is because his name I, I might be wrong, but I believe his real name is Kenta Kobayashi. Whoa, so, which is almost Kenta Kobashi. So he just went as Kenta. But wait, it, no, Kobashi was at the DDT show. Who? Kenta Kobashi. He was at the. Uh... The DDT shirt. He handed the belt to Akiyama. That's why I was confused why he was at Kawasaki Strong. Was he? I thought he was at the. Because you remember the training video, the pre video? It was like yeah. him and Endo in the gym, and he was all oh. like making Endo get all swollen and strength, and they were having like a seminar. I bet you it's because. Wasn't Jun Akiyama trained with him? With Jun Endo? Akiyama. No, he was he was um no Akiyama I think was trained up with yeah, he's also known for being too uh too in the backstage with uh Kenta Kobashi. So Akiyama's oh, wow. like really good friends with uh he made his professional wrestling debut against Kenta Kobashi. Hmm. So they've just kind of been linked together. Um he left with Masawa, it was a big part of that with Kobashi. So that's probably why he came in and gave the title. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah that was like I didn't know there was a DDT, you know, correlation. Of course, Akiyama no, was, always being, you know, primarily in all Japan. So that's what I was like, what? Oh, that's what yeah, I was really yeah. confused. So, uh, Kenta, uh, real name Kenta Kobayashi. Wow, <laughs> this is funny. Eating those hot dogs, <laughs> but great, great to get the uh, get some hero back in our lives. So. Especially with. Uh, with Noah coming back, especially after their uh, January, their their big show, you know, of course, with Segura and, and Shiyazaki there to start the year. But, of course, uh, good to be back in the DDT saddle, that's for sure. Yeah. New champion, they, new year. It's going to be fun. Too fun. And Yuki so. Ueno, amazing to see him. Can't wait to uh, kind of see the rebirth of him. But, uh, of course, the big one... Uh, yeah, it's just exciting all around. But speaking of less exciting, uh, Elimination Chamber, we're going to head out oh, west shit. for a quick couple of minutes. We're going to do a quick rundown because I don't even think anybody uh, over at Tropicana Field has any idea of what's happening, especially with the Raw Women's Championship match, which, as uh, Ryan stated, Lacey Evans knocked up allegedly by the, the nature boy. You, you know, he's always living his gimmick, as they stated in Young Rock. Check it out on Hulu and, of course, on Peacock, especially when you switch over because of that WWE Network Young, uh, RIP. Really? What's that? Was Young Rock good? It was. It was. I was laughing a lot. Uh, Callie was laughing a lot. A lot of great wrestling uh, throwbacks there. It was a really good show. It's well done. I'm, I'm, I cannot I'm wait. So this, cannot wait for more. matches on this show so far. Yeah. And that well, we know five, of. Five, but one won't happen, and another might be altered. Did Charlotte this beat Oscar at the chamber? Oh, God. 
for her and Ripley well, at Mania to get the sequel in order for Charlotte to beat Ripley yet again? And then it's Bobby Lashley against Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Or excuse me, he's just Riddle now. He's not Matt Riddle. He just goes by his Riddle. Also, Keith Lee might not be in the match yeah, as, well, cool as reported a few days ago. So Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. Was Kofi the replacement for Miz when Miz said, I'm not going to be in this match? That's correct. Okay. Um, Morris, Drew's oh, yeah. walking out, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. If he's going into Mania, you're not, you're not canceling that. Oh, yeah. So Kofi beat Morrison. Okay. Do, are they going to do McIntyre and Miz at Mania? No, they're going to do McIntyre and Sheamus at Mania. Oh, yes, yes. We already established that. That's right. So, Miz said he's going to cash in. That's why I think Sheamus might win the title. And then McIntyre does the bro kick at Mania night one because it's not worthy of a night two main event uh, to to gain it back. Because that's like the McIntyre, you know, title reigns. Reigns. uh, See what I did there? We get Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. This could be fun. The winner minus the Corbin gets a title shot later that night against Roman Reigns. You mean right after the match, probably? Probably, and then it'll be Roman doing um, his his um, his dialogue like he's a uh, <laughs> the hell is the kids at the drama club. He'll be doing his drama club. What was that? Wait, he's at the table. He's it's like he's like one of those drama club kids where he's like reading his his book in high school. I'm the head of the table. Oh. You will <laughs> feed me. I used I to banish people the from the lunch table. God, what did I call it? I remember Steve. there was this guy that was so annoying that I mean there were a couple of annoying people, but we would always you know kind of rag on. And then finally, because he would say stupid stuff and yada, yada, and he was just smelly and annoying. Anyways, he said something. Oh, my God. That, oh, no, that was a different one. That was a horrible thing I said to that guy. But this one, I was like, you are banished, Mike Guillermo. You are banished from this table to never set, like, 10 feet away, you know, or 10 feet from here ever again. That was a long-ass lunch table. Like, this, this was, like, over 100 kids per lunch, you know, period. Just, yep. you know, all around. And he got up and left, and everyone was like, oh, and it was like the funniest thing. And then that's when I got my narcissistic powers. Yeah, you're tight as hell. You just had to to be a bully, which the WWE doesn't endorse. But it's okay, (laughs) because we don't endorse the WWE. Yeah, but he's really annoying. Like, he would always follow us and say, hey, guys. And we're like, no, you're done. So is Isaiah. Hey. Because that's your Isaiah voice. Hey guys. Oh, no, no, no. No, this guy was a jerk. Isaiah's tight. tight you were going to call him a nerd. This guy was a jerk. <laughs> I was going to say a lot worse. Um, no, but also, I remember, you remember that, that horrific, uh, not Brian Cranston, but the other Godzilla remake in like 96 with uh, Matthew Broderick Matthew and the professional. And then all those baby Godzillas. Remember that baller ass. Uh, Puff Daddy stealing Led Zeppelin's cashmere, Victory? come with me. Um, oh, no, no. 
Yeah. And like how tight that was and how hard, you know, as a eighth grader, you know, we were like, yeah, this rocks, daddy. Well, we all like, I don't know if we cut school or if we got out of school earlier, but, you know, there was like a bunch of us. We had our 7-Eleven Slurpees as we got every day after school. And we all went to uh, our buddy's house because he had a basketball rim cool place where we could watch you know pay-per-views at times anyways we were all in there chilling and then all of a sudden we look we're like what the hell is mike guillermo doing in here and then like because we're all rocking out we're like yeah puff daddy and then like he's sitting in a chair and i just like flip him out of the chair it's like get the hell out of this house and then he just walked out sadly down the street and he lived far from where we were at but i was like no get the hell out of here he just wanted friends. No, friends. That guy. How many that guy was of such us a have douche. them? If you met him, you would you would want to kick him out of a chair or the country. Oh, I'd probably I'd probably call him a, a lot of things. Look, I pride myself on making part timers at my jobs cry. So I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I would have said some things to this kid. <laughs> Give me what I want. You give them that speech when they're not, when they're not hitting their metrics. Give me what I want. Give me 12%. I had a kid who uh, wouldn't show up on time, and I was like, I was like, I got to ask you a question. I was like, obviously, I'm a bad manager. And he goes, no, you're not. I said, no, I am. Because you don't have the respect to show up to work on time for me. So obviously I'm doing something wrong because you won't respect the schedule and how to be there. So I need you to tell me how to fix myself and how to be a better manager for you. So you can respect the schedule and actually show up on time and show me the respect because you obviously don't because I'm sucking at my job because you don't want to be here on time. And he just starts crying. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know how I can equate that to fixing myself if you're going to cry in front of me. And that person was your baby mama. And then I fired him. (laughs) Bitch. Wait, that same speech? Yeah. I'm I'm changing. I was hey. So Jordan's changing his fantasy football team to the White Bear Lake Woadies. Should I change my team name to the Green Bay Boogawoos? Hey, what? Hey, is is like Team Aho, and then whatever the uh, that that horrific name for who's gonna call it? Are they still gonna be in the league next year? Well, Elijah wasn't in the league this year. Oh, he wasn't. Wow, he totally just excommunicated everything, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Was not he the godfather to your son? Yep. Didn't I tell you? Wrong choice. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I've been bitter. I've been bitter since till till right now. I just wanted to throw yeah, that at you. Should have been Alex. I know, man. I should have picked Caesar. It's like I should have <laughs> went to your first wedding, even though it was, I only knew you for two weeks. I was like, "Where's my invite?" <laughs> yeah, no shit. Okay, we will we will pick. It's like many what's a clicker? <laughs> what's a Dem clicker? That was your thing. Dem clicker. I love Dem clicker. <laughs> Oh, man. Alex, I think that's our show. Yeah. We got to both be at work really early in different parts of the state. 
I I have to do open and close tomorrow and Saturday with no other managers. So I don't get a break. And you know what's going to be the worst part is in the middle of the day when I have to poop and I'm running around looking at my staff screaming this. (laughs) And then I don't know what's going on. (laughs) ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast WrestleCast Uh. Over nine, uh, we have nine shirts now. Two Pro Wrestling Summit shirts, uh, especially uh, you can support the S1 tournament that is happening <laughs> over on Twitch.tv slash Wrestlecast Radio every Friday night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Of course, you can watch the replays as well. Uh, also, we have Rep Sports, R-E-P-P Sports dot com. For all your nutritional needs, especially, I mean, you know how I've always talked about the Bing energy drinks, how, you know, zero sugar, zero carbs, all the good stuff, good flavor, makes me feel good. It doesn't slug me down. I cannot wait to try Rep Sports brand. Uh, I don't want to uh, jerk and get the name wrong, but the Ray's Ray's Energy has some really, really exciting sounding flavors, a lot of great reviews online. Uh, rep sports get at us. I definitely want to uh, give that a shot. Uh, raise energy. You can uh, get a 12 pack, Ryan, for only 30 bucks. Choose from different flavors voodoo, Apollo, Galaxy Burst, Guavo, Mango, Strawberry Colada, Sour Gummy Worms, Yum, Watermelon Frost, the Great Bubblegum Phantom Freeze, or choose a few different variety packs. And also, of course, hey, check out I'm assuming the Taco Bell Baja. inspired. Yeah, yes, oh, yes, yes, get Baja. It. Let's go. So, Raise energy. Rep sports. R E P P sports.com. Again, enter in the coupon code WrestleCast. Wrestle C A S T. 15% off your order. It'll help us keep the lights on, keeping this going. We want big, big things over here at Strong Style Media. Of course, WrestleCast Radio and Pro Wrestling Summit in 2021. Help us. Please rate and review the show. Subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. Search Strong Style Media on all podcast formats. But please, please, please review, review on Apple. Uh, five stars. Hopefully it's awesome because we certainly know we are but that would definitely help we are definitely in the top 150 hovering a little below 150 in all of wrestling podcasts which is really awesome over on apple so we definitely want to break that 100 by i wouldn't say mid-year so everyone on apple please review wrestlecast radio or strong style media i'm going to play you all guys out because we haven't played it yet today this is wrestlecast radio catch you next time folks